This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by your very own Patience and Grace. We have a uh, audio issue that came through in the recording or in the mixing or uh, in the export. Something along the lines got messed up. So my track specifically, which makes me think that it was a Skype problem, uh, has these weird little issues where little tiny milliseconds get cut out and kind of makes me sound like kind of liquidy. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain. You'll probably, you maybe won't even notice it. If you're listening closely, you, you might hear it. Uh, it is totally listenable. It is not a huge deal. Um, we're going to be on the lookout for it for next time. Uh, so hopefully it will not happen again. Uh, Skype and generally Comcast and my internet has been this network's worst enemy <laughs> for the, uh, the last couple weeks. So uh, again, we appreciate your patience and, uh, uh, thank you very much. Did the uh, the best I could with uh, with what I was given. It's oh, any of us can ask. I think somebody you know somebody out there loves a beat, leap beat agents, and uh, this is my punishment for hating that fucking game. God damn it! it if you, it's like you just can't shut up. It's all yap yap yap. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can talk. You can't even make a decision. I ask you where you want to go to dinner, and you just say, oh, anywhere, I suppose. It's like you uh, don't even... I suppose. Oh, and yeah, another thing. You're always interrupting me again and again and again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen, maybe I'm sick of making all the decisions in this relationship. My job is very stressful. Oh, sure. Oh, ever since you got that job at the agency, you're all go, go, go. Yeah. What? Oh, um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, don't think you'll ever see the kids again. I'm leaving you forever. This is the end, huh? <laughs> All for nothing, I suppose. I suppose. Well, fine then. Go. But know this. You're wonderful. Wonderful. That's... It's over. This agent is go. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is our retro video games podcast. Yes, and this week we are doing our special on rhythm games. This is the uh, this is where we talk about the games that you voted for, our Patreon backers. And uh, the two games are actually, it's it's kind of strange, it's uh, two non-peripheral based DS rhythm games that are heavily quirky. And um, one of them is, both of them are beloved, but they're very controversial. I'm talking about Elite Beat Agents and Rhythm Heaven. Yes, uh, and we're going to talk about Elite Beat Agents first. It came out first. Um, this is a rhythm game developed by INIS and published by Nintendo for the DS in 2006. 
Yes. So in this, you play as a group of government agents who are deployed to help people who are at their breaking points in these tough situations, um, obviously, by dancing to covers of popular songs and then cheering them on. Yes, the, the, you are the titular agents yes. of, of Elite Beat. And uh, <laughs> this is this is an Americanized follow-up to a very similar game called Usu Otake Uyuenden, uh, in which you played an actual as an actual cheer squad. Yes. Um, that game was huge. It made tons of international sales. And the fact that you didn't really need to understand the language to play it <laughs> meant that it was imported really heavily, which yeah. kind of pressured them to uh, make a follow-up that was in English. Yeah. And it like that makes sense. Like it, it, this is a game that uses the DS in a really, you know, like just it, it relies on features of the DS to actually work, right? Specifically the, the, the dual screens and uh, and the touchscreen. Right. Yes. So like a, an early thing that really relies on that, like this would justify the purchase of a system probably. So the top screen uh, displays kind of this uh, motion graphic story, this motion comic story. Um, while the bottom screen is kind of what you're focusing on. It's uh, the touchscreen where all of the play takes place. Yes. Uh, and the top screen is kind of split up into two phases. Um, these kind of phases that are just when you are actually playing. And it's uh, usually you doing this kind of road action. Um, you can't watch it while playing the game. I ended up watching a bunch of them on YouTube just to see what was going on up there. It's uh, mostly and it's, just repetitions. Like, yeah, exactly. When you fuck up, it's, they fuck up. Yeah, it, exactly. You're doing something very repetitious. And when uh, when you miss a note, the person, your avatar on the screen messes it up. And these are broken up by these little cutscenes that also respond to how well you do. <laughs> so there are these little stories um, and these little breaks in the stories, these kind of check-ins. And uh, if you're doing well, the check-in goes well. If you're doing poorly, the check-in goes poorly. Right. Um, and these are very charming. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's easily the best thing about the game, right? Like like I in in my estimation, like this is easily the the funniest and most charming, cool thing about the game is the setup and these little stories. Yes, um, um, so that's up there. That's the top half, and let's go let's go to the bottom, mm-hmm. <laughs> where uh, we see the agents dancing around in the background. There are these kind of simple three D models, um, and then we have these beat markers that are laid out over top of them, um, and uh, you have to be paying a lot of attention to where you have to tap on the screen. Yes. Um, and it's kind of hard to uh, explain in using words, but it ends up making a lot of intuitive sense visually. Does um, it? Uh, well, kind, kind of. <laughs> like it does. It does if it were the pace was slower or something. We'll get into like why this <laughs> doesn't work for me, but it is um, it ends up like the end result is you memorize where these things are. If you right. want to well, um, so there's a circle. It's a beat marker. They're marked numerically, you know, usually one through four, sometimes one through six. Uh, and then there is a larger concentric circle or a larger circle around it that kind of uh tightens the noose on it and you want to tap it uh the beat will be when the two circles overlap right and your job is to tap it as close to that as possible making these lines in order so you'll tap one two three four and it kind of just forms these like lines across the uh, the bottom screen right and that's probably like 70 percent of what you're doing mm-hmm. um, and every time you, you you tap you get this clap sound and gary i don't know about you but this fucked me up it's I don't yeah I don't like it um it it I don't know what fucked me up like whether it was that or not but I struggled you know to like I got through this game I couldn't beat the end of it on medium mm-hmm. I beat the whole thing on hard or I'm mean, on easy <laughs> uh, yeah I couldn't go back because I'm too late um the uh, I did the whole thing on easy I couldn't beat the end of it on on medium but something was throwing me off and it very well could be it's not just a clap it's a variety of sound effects you'll get based on how well you get that right. that thing. Because sometimes there's just kind of hits, too, like mm-hmm. orchestra hit sounds. Yeah. Uh, um, then end up making the whole, like, the thing sound, like, because when we say on the beat, 
Um, it should be noted we're not talking about like the, the beats that the drum would be doing. No, no. It's like individual bits of the meter inside vocal lines, or so, like, the instrumental. And there's or nothing the instrumental that or any, tells you, know, you what it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like individual down to individual syllables mm-hmm. can be beats. Um, so that if you're thinking that a clapping sound that goes along with every word mm-hmm. in a pop song is distracting, yeah, like you're probably right. Yep. And uh, um, if you're slightly off and you are um, listening for percussion to kind of keep the beat, all of a nope. sudden you get this drift going on. Like, I just, I, I listen to, percu- to percussion. Like, that is the main well, part that's, of that's the background I know. Of music. It's the I rhythm know. section. Yeah. No, no, I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of like <laughs> making a game that doesn't, uh, yeah, that, that, into that. that like, that, that, it's a rhythm section. Yeah, that puts it on top of it and just kind of like overwhelms it to my mind. And the answer of just like, oh, we'll just hit it on the beat doesn't work for me. No, no, no. It, it is, uh, and that's that goes into a further thing that it is impossible to catch up if you start fucking up <laughs> right. on any difficulty other than easy, and even on easy in the later levels, it's really difficult mm-hmm. to catch up. Yeah, um, you know, people people master this game; it is masterable, right? But it is, I find, uh, aggressively unfriendly to learning. Right. Um, yeah. Um, so, like, this is kind of in the Bamani style of things, uh, where, you know, it's not like a Guitar Hero thing where you either get, get the note or you don't. Like, if you're in the window, it measures how <laughs> how close you are to the actual beat. So you can have, like, partial successes, and you get yes. these, like, elite hits up to 300 points, and then kind of, like, going down further until it's just, like, a straight-up miss. And they give you more points. They also uh, kind of impact your health meter. Yeah. So the other thing that's kind of weird about this game is that it has two different uh, metrics of de- su- success mm-hmm. or three different metrics of success, really, when you consider the kind of the story <laughs> line. So on a, a zoomed out level, uh, if you did uh, finish the majority of the segments in the positive, uh, you'll get a happy end of the story. There's like a happy, a medium and a failure state for each story. Right. Um, there is your score is determined by your combo, which is how many beats you get in a row without missing a beat. Um, that determines your score at the end, like your letter grade, like the classic uh, kind of S rank kind of thing. And then there is a health meter uh, that the that drains depending like drains constantly. It's yeah. like a roguelike. You're like you're always hungry. <laughs> um, and depending on difficulty. So on easy, it drains very slowly. On hard, it drains uh, unreasonably fast. Yes. Um, and then depending on how well you get that beat, it goes up. So if you are playing uh, on hard unless you're getting elite beats uh, with regularity, mm-hmm. you are not going to outpace your hunger meter, <laughs> your, your life meter. So it just kind of, uh, it demands perfection really quickly. Yeah. And, um, and it leads to situations where because of that constant drain, um, I sometimes was low enough in health to just fail in the middle of a perfect run. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it like, happens all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you, you contrast it again with something like uh, Guitar Hero, which has the, a similar thing where there's a health meter mm-hmm. that kind of that goes down as you miss beats. But it's not it's not nearly as harsh. So like in Guitar Hero, you can literally stop a second, come in on the next thing you visualize, like put your eyes a few notes up and yeah. be like, that's the I'm going to miss the notes in between here so I can make sure I hit that one and get back on the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the case here. No. Uh, doing that is uh, on any difficulty other than easy is is definitely spells out death. Yeah. And you would think that something uh, that would kind of like add a little bit of sustain or a little bit of, uh, you know, like just would slow things down would make that easier. But now you have these phrase markers, which are like the hit markers, except you have to uh, drag along with this uh, with the circle as it moves down this path. Right. Kind of hitting these dots uh, that are along the way. 
Um, and then you have to lift up right at the correct time. And these are often used to kind of like go into or out of long runs of notes. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, this really, it felt even finickier to me um, just because these can be pretty much any shape. And uh, boy, that level of like analog input into this is not something that I want to rely on a DS touchscreen to uh, keep track of, especially as I'm like, you know, trying to look around my hand as I'm drawing along these. Well, that's the, the looking around your hand thing is a total different issue too. Like yeah. it is uh, the, the thing with the phrase markers um, is that it's, you're doing like a kind of a complicated math that I think it expects you to into it mm -hmm. uh, way more than you are. So like you can take a length of a line and divide it by the amount of music and know where you should be a lot like into notes. Right. You know, that's what it's asking you to do. That's what the game is doing mm -hmm. is taking this line over this much time equals this many notes. And that determines your pace. Like there's a lot of weird, you know, you could you could graph these, <laughs> you know, like this is this is some algebra shit um, if you wanted to. But it just kind of expects you to intuitively do it. So yeah. transitioning that pace of a beat to a speed that is going to vary depending on the length of the line mm -hmm. um, is not something that I ever got really good at doing instantly. Yeah. You know, like these, I don't find these as, you know, I, these didn't bother me that much because I could usually get on there just visually. Like I would just poke the ball eventually mm -hmm. yeah. and, and get back on track. Um, but it was not as in, like finding that initial speed mm -hmm. that these go, it was never intuitive for me. Yeah. Or never really got super intuitive. Yeah. And I think intu intuition is a big word, especially for both of these. Like, in a lot of ways, rhythm is something that just, like, unless you kind of know academically, academically what's going on, like, you are going by feel. Yes. A lot of the time. Like, there's not a lot of time to think about this, especially in Elite Beat Agents, where you are kind of taking in visual information and then kind of, like, acting on it um, in a really immediate way. I think yeah. that, that like this that this is a game that re that relies more on like visual kind of responsiveness than actually internalizing the music. I think you, that's you, one of my they, huge. Like you shouldn't listen to the music at all. Like right. it feels like you yeah. know, like you do uh, kind of listen for it, but the music's not important. And like most people I know who are huge into this game are not really like music folk mm -hmm. and don't care about the music in the game, right? Because uh, the soundtrack is another issue that we'll get to. Um, <laughs> but the uh, which is that's weird to me. <laughs> like that is that's not how that's not how I play uh, rhythm yeah. games. Like, um, I, I mean, yeah. I, I want to feel like I'm participating in the music, and this is putting up as many walls in you know, yeah. in between me and that as I as 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 I can. And to be totally fair, like people who I've talked to who have like mastered this and really love it, I've tried to ask like what they love about it. They say that like when you are like a hundred percenting a song, it does feel like you are working perfectly in tandem with it, like you're conducting <laughs> the thing. Yeah, you know, once you get to that point, for me, it wasn't so much that this possibility space didn't allow that. I think it probably does. It was that uh, getting there was prohibitively hard and repetitious. Yeah. And so that gets to something that I'm kind of frustrated by. I don't think I'm bad at uh, rhythm games. I, I think I'm pretty good at rhythm. Games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think like I'm generally like pretty good. Like the other rhythm game we're doing here, uh, guitar heroes, your Parappa the Rappas, mm -hmm. your Patapons, things like that. Like I'm pretty good at rhythm games. Mm -hmm. This is, this is requiring a different, and I guess like give it props for, being different but it is requiring a different kind of set of brain hand coordination yeah than any than any other rhythm game that i've played mm -hmm. um even something like a uh, a guitar room or a, you know where uh, i which i played in like the arcade and has that kind of like how close are you 
kind of thing with a visual indicator, it's limited by a possibility kind of space of it being in three different spots. Right. You know, so you can kind of prime and it just ends up making it like less. Like there's no uh, something that uh, I was complaining about and people were calling me crazy for complaining about on Slack <laughs> was that there's no uh, relation between the sound and where these uh, circles show up, mm -hmm. where these B markers show up, which like that would be a really easy way to pair the visual element of this and the sound element. Yeah to it you know like music exists spatially like there is a way to express music uh as different things on top of one another mm -hmm. in a vertical space like that's what sheet music is um but this doesn't do that yeah well and, and, and again it gets back to that confusion you're not actually like doing anything to contribute to the music the music is happening you're dancing on top of it except when you're not Yes. And like just the, you know, when I talk about the confusion between like, am I on the instrument? Am I on the vocals? Well, it's just like, well, whatever is kind of most convenient for this kind of like shoot 'em up style thing that we're having you do. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it just, it, it relies too much on the visual for me personally. And at this point we should like, you know, we, we probably should have addressed it at the beginning. People are tearing their hair out as they're listening oh, to yeah. this because much like, so this is the curse that always happens when we, uh, when we do a poll which is the most popular one is a thing that we don't care for very much. Yes. That, that, that happens sometimes. And yeah. like, it should be noted too, that like, I didn't set out, uh, and then we'll, we'll finish going over to generalities here in a mm -hmm. moment. The, um, I didn't set out uh, to dislike this, like out of the poll, these were the two I wanted to win, mm -hmm. uh, because I love rhythm heaven. I spoiler. I still do. Um, and then elite beat agents was something I tried a while back and I was like, this is really funny. I want to find, you know, time to play this. Yeah. Like I wanted, I, like I like Res, mm -hmm. but I wanted to play this more than Res, and I like Patapon. I wanted to play this more than Patapon. Like this, these were my choice. This was my perfect outcome. <laughs> and then when I sat down to play it, I'm like, oh, you know, I, I don't actually. I this is kind of a chore, um, and and found that to be true kind of the entire time. And again, you know, if if that's not, this has been surprisingly divisive yeah. to me. Like I'm surprised by how many people, um, one, just how many people absolutely adore this game. But then, two, how many people adore it at the expense of Rhythm Heaven and has become like a, a you know, north versus south kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm really surprised about that. And, uh, you know, but that's the way it's worked out. Yeah. And uh, whatever side, you know, just, just sign us up for the south, I guess. Ding, 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 and I'm I'm very much with you, Gary. I you know I wasn't rooting for this one to go through as much as I was Res, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, just because I, I felt like there would probably be more to say about Res, um, and I felt I thought there would probably be uh, kind of just more you know I have more fun playing it. But um, but yeah, I came into it you know, and I'm willing to extend a lot of benefit of the doubt for style. You know? Oh, and 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 we're, we'll talk sugar about that stuff. Yeah, because it's it's great. <laughs> like the actual the titular agents themselves, I, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Like the concept of this and those characters and like how kind of like it's a weird contrast, though, between like an effortless presentation mm -hmm. and a gameplay thing that is like, I want to be the guy, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it is just uh, is really, really harsh. Yeah. You know, but it, it kind of presents itself as fun and breezy uh, unless you're playing with with uh, Agent Breezy. Um, <laughs> it ends up not Agent Spin. Uh, it is not uh, is not that breezy. Yeah. So. Just real quick, and, and people, we get called out whether we do this or not, so I'm just going to do it because it's my instinct. Uh, you know, video games are a cool, fun hobby that people get really angry about. And uh, because we don't like this game doesn't mean we don't like you. Mm -hmm. And we're not saying anybody who likes this is stupid or bad. Right. So people yell at us for making that disclaimer. People get mad at us when we're negative about stuff. 
I'm going to go ahead and make that disclaimer because it's my instinct. Yep. Uh, I don't think you are you are bad or <laughs> wrong for liking this game. Yeah. However, I'm going to say a lot of mean things about it. Same here. So, uh, and let's let's uh, transition into mean things about this game with the uh, the spin meter. <laughs> yep. So this My is the, this is the third kind of note that it can ask you to do. Oftentimes, it is done at uh, climaxes of songs. Um, usually, at, at kind of at the start, at the lower levels, it is uh, at the end, and then they start mixing them in. And I think this is a uh, a conspiracy to either sell screen protectors or to make people replace their DSs quicker. Yeah, because this is very abusive to your DS. <laughs> Like yeah. as you just use spinning and you have to do it pretty quick. Um, the people who, again, the expert mode people who I've like, I've listened to cause I want to understand. Oh guys, yeah. Um, have said that like, this is a place where you get back health. Hmm. Like you do these because it's relatively easy. It's just kind of this rote thing. There's no skill involved really. You're just kind of tearing out your DS screen. <laughs> um, and you, sp- so this is you spinning on the screen, spinning yeah. a like carnival wheel. And, and so uh, you spinning, I mean, you're drawing tight circles in a scribble. Yes. Yeah. Right in the middle of your screen, which like will forever hold those marks. Yep. Um, so this is a way to get back health. Like these, these are a kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got sick of doing them, uh, one because of the screen and then two, just because of my wrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I didn't fail on them very often. Yeah. And the fact that it doesn't require any skill makes it feel almost like a Mario party kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's not tied to a rhythm or anything. No, it's just like, like it's not, hey, yeah. do, hey, do this for a while. It's like yeah, keeping it, a kid busy with a paddle ball. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not tied to the music. Um, so the uh, the multi the combo base the reason what I try, again trying to understand the thing that attracts people to this are people who are way into this kind of expertise and mastery yeah. based gameplay and this game allows for that because it is uh, really really combo based. Um, you get these huge multipliers. Um, you know, as I mentioned when we were talking about the score, and uh, it it's a high combo like high risk high reward kind of thing because you're heavily heavily punished if you get off of that combo or if you fuck up Mm -hmm. and that's at both levels so even if you are just kind of uh you know groping your way through a song um it will punish you and then if you're like going for a score like if you miss a note like you might as well just retry yes because because like you know breaking that streak will cause you not to be able to recover that ground yeah and and again unless you have it kind of memorized right um the uh and so you kind of go through these different songs there are three bonus songs as well Mm-hmm. Um, which you can accumulate by getting really high scores across all the songs, uh, which I got. Um, what are the bonus songs? It's a it's Survivor. Hmm. It's a Canned Heat. And it's no, one it's other a, one. Survivor, ABC, and Believe. Okay. I have, uh, I got Believe and ABC. Okay. Um, did not get Survivor. Sur- Survivor is a really difficult song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's a weird, like, kind of staccato, you know, vocal line that it follows. Yeah. Um, I watched it online, so I know the little story, but I could not unlock it because I found this game really hard. I also want people who are listening to this who are just like, you know, you guys are, are amateur dickheads uh, to also realize that I tried really hard. Yep. <laughs> like it wasn't uh, it wasn't for lack of effort. I didn't like just put this pick this up and be like, oh, this is hard. But, you know, I'm going to go play Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I'm Gary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I tried pretty hard. Uh, to get into this, and we're we're going to talk at length about that consequence for failing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess this is the best place to talk about it. Because it really we're is still in generalities. because failing out of a song is never a good idea. Don't do it. It, it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it, it sucks. Uh, Rock Band patched it out of their games. You know, made it an optional thing pretty early on. Um, because and the reason why failing out sucks, tons of reasons. Uh, one is because if even if you've gotten to the point where you like can't win, you get to see the stuff that comes at the end, so it's mm-hmm. not a surprise. Yeah, um, it's going to help you memorize it, which is what you need to do to perform at high levels in this game. Uh, two, 
I don't want to hear this song anymore. Nope. If I have to hear the first verse of uh, Just Dance, I like that song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. If, if I have to hear because these songs are too long for this. Like, they're, they're pop song links. Like, the, the soundtrack, which we'll get into in a second, is like, it's, it, it's what I was calling American wedding music. <laughs> like, it is, it is, you know, that and then it's like half that and then half like pop punk. Yeah, it's like the, your, your two least favorite nineteen-year-old just got married, uh, <laughs> and uh, she, she she was a girl, he was a boy. Yeah, and and, and it couldn't be even any more obvious. How much more obvious could we make it? Yeah. Okay. The, um, so you you end up hearing because you can't get to the end of the song. It's like it's this lattice of hostility. Yep. Where like because you can't get to the end of the song, you're so like you hear the first half of the song and you fail out. Uh, then you get a little bit further, then you're getting to a point that you didn't get to see before because you failed out. Mm -hmm. So that takes you by surprise if there's like a difficulty spike at the end. Yep. Then you fail out and you end up hearing the first two-thirds or three-fourths of the song a bunch of times yep. <laughs> until eventually you get to the end. So you're making these like relay races, mm -hmm. you know, or these like shuttle runs. Like yep. you run halfway, you run back, you run halfway, you run back, you run two-thirds of the way, you run back, you run mm -hmm. two-thirds of the way, you run back. And it just ends up meaning that you end up hearing these pretty bad pop songs. Yeah. Um, dozens it, of times so what's even crazier about that is these pop songs are often very repetitious there are some that are not that actually have like different structures but you get into something like a um you know skater boy or uh, like material girl and we're gonna get those like you know the verses are not any different from each other no but, you know no. like so okay well i'm going to hear essentially the same thing but the notes are going to be completely rearranged Which, again uh, this <laughs> disconnect between the but between the sounds and the, and the visuals that drives me nuts i'm, I'm glad you brought that up because for a second it sounded like you know i could imagine the person who does never play this before would be like oh that's you just know another verse is coming you just know to do the same thing <laughs> yeah. nope it is an entirely different random arrangement of beat markers mm -hmm. for each verse. Yeah. And like, yes, it needs to be, that is uh, good for variety, yep. uh, bad for mass, you know, getting better mm -hmm. at the game. And what ultimately ended up killing this game for me. And the reason why I never want to see it again is just that fact that I heard these songs, like my least favorite song on a rock band or guitar hero uh, game. Yeah. Uh, like like my, my own worst enemy is on rock band too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, my least favorite lit song and my most favorite <laughs> lit song at the same time. Uh, the most I'm going to play through that, like one, uh, it's not. So that has that game has allowances where you don't have to beat every song to move on to the next tier. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, the most I'm going to hear that is going to be even on hard. I have a mastery of the system itself that I can kind of bring to that game to get through it in two or three tries. Right. Like I've probably played lit, you know, my own worst enemy uh Three times on Rock Band <laughs> total, three or four times. It's the most times I've ever had, and I had to listen to it once for Teenage Dirtbags. Five, <laughs> five times I've listened to my own worst enemy uh, in my in my thirties. Yep, and that's it. <laughs> Whereas something like Skater Boy, which I also don't like very much, I have now listened to about like fourteen times. Well, no, you've listened to it once, and then you've listened to a quarter of it, or half of it, or three or three quarters of yes. it. Those, you, you know, those fourteen of. times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it just, I can't, I don't have a bottomless appetite for music I don't like. Right. Call me weird. Yeah. But things things I don't like, I don't want to listen to over and over and over. And so what's funny about this, and I made this point during the Rock Band episode, you know, way back when, it's that like a lot of these games, especially if you're like, you know, licensing music, it's more of like a business triumph than anything else. Like, yes, yeah. there is choice and there is editorial, but like, you know, we're dealing with the stuff that they could get that was like popular at the time. And like, let's, let's dump this into a game. And if you're going to do it, you know, just they're kind of scraping and they're like not 
I can't imagine that somebody would pick an Ashley Simpson song based on like desire to have that in their game. It's I think that I think it's definitely true of like that or the um the the preponderance of pop punk. Yeah. That's in this this uh this game because like that felt like those are the people they could get. One or two songs. Like there's a there's a kind of like for a game that has 18 songs before the bonus songs, I think. Mm-hmm. Um there's a kind of a shocking lack of variety. Yeah. Uh in in the game where like it is just kind of like poppy wedding music you know by which i mean just kind of american pop standards Mm -hmm. and then like half pop punk you know and and it is a like a wide variety of music like let me hear something that like again it doesn't fit into the theming but like something that was like jazzier or something or something that had a different kind of beat yep you know would be a kind of a cool idea and but again that's not the elite beat agents because this is about like the power of music and the power of pop music right you know and, like the songs that are that that are closest to that are the ones that are, that are the most well regarded like yes. you know give me this but it's all earth wind and fire or it's all like 70s funk okay cool oh, yeah like do, do the motown version of this <laughs> yeah because like that would be incredible because yeah. those songs are timeless <laughs> in a way that skater boy isn't and now we're snobs <laughs> what i mean fine like i, I like if i oh, call me crazy for saying motown has more timeless qualities like classic motown than skater boy um the uh it just it doesn't uh i just don't like them enough you know and and it makes me curious about the prequels to this because those are all you know non-american standards mm-hmm. and maybe i would dig them more because oh yeah you know <laughs> because you're not carrying baggage into it because i haven't because when i say like you know the thing about like YMCA on this, like, does YMCA even need to be heard at this point? No. Like, it is so ingrained at, like, it's, it's like an elemental song. <laughs> you know, like, everyone just has that YMCA, you know, in their bodies. Like, I can mm-hmm. sing, if you just, like, played a karaoke version of YMCA, I could probably mm-hmm. sing it and follow along with lyrics right now. Like, I know that song just because it's part of the culture. Right. And same thing with Material Girl. And, you know, and same thing to a degree with, like, uh, uh, ABC, or, like ABC, which I love. Like, ABC's a really good song. Yeah. Jackson Five can do no wrong, but the uh, it's still just things I know so well um, that there's nothing new to like kind of discover about them. There's nothing there's you know, and I already know if I like them or not. You know, where if it was a whole bunch of dark horse candidates or just like songs written for the game, mm-hmm. like which that would be a really good idea. Oh yeah, you but- know, like write songs that play to this mechanic strength and that all fit this kind of tone. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I don't need to recognize these songs. I no. really don't. It did. It didn't help. Like right. it hurt more than anything. And the few cases in which I think they're like pretty good songs, which are the ones I'm going to use in the episode, um, <laughs> are uh, few and far between. It is less than twenty five percent. Right. So, uh, which is a terrible ratio. <laughs> that, that's really bad. The the worst like Guitar Hero or Rock Band game has a better ratio than that. Oh yeah. And uh, here's a here's a thing. I like a hundred percent of the songs on rhythm heaven <laughs> because there's they... literally no songs i don't like I, yeah. i'm not kidding like i went through the like the playlist and i'm like oh mm-hmm. no i like all these yeah no it's all good i didn't take notes while i played because i was so engaged with it so i just went back and watched again watched through the perfect playthrough playlist to make my notes around and i was like man i just i could skip these because i because i remember it but no i'm just gonna listen to it the whole way through yeah this is actually really good yeah um you know and and again even if you don't want to use rhythm heaven as the enemy since it is a, a weird north versus south thing like <laughs> most other rhythm games that have kind of unique like i like all the songs on prop of the rapper right you know like there aren't songs i don't like on that um, this is the only rhythm game I played with where I don't like the majority of the music. Right. Uh, and, and some people, again, that's not important, you know, to them at all. Like, I mean, I, I imagine you can play this game almost on mute, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but it is, uh, I want to listen to music. I like when I play a video game. Me too. I want to feel like I'm again, participating in it. 
participating in something I like. Yep. Like, it's not just like participating in anything. Like if you, you know, don't recruit me for your Avril Lavigne cover band. I mean, actually do. That would be kind of cool. But I like, think it'd be funny. But the, uh, it is, it is less cool for me to play along with YMCA, play along with grandpa wedding music, uh, than it is to play along with like, you, you know, might as music. well be playing along with Camptown Races. Yeah, exactly. American Standard YMCA. Um, <laughs> Which is wonderful for the village people. However. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they've had a rough time. Yeah. Go go village people. But it just, uh, <laughs> it's not even in the Navy. Which is like the, the weird second <laughs> I was, single. I was going to talk about that when we get there. Yeah, that, that, it is really perplexing that it's not in the Navy. <laughs> um, the uh anywho um let's talk about the setup because let's let's uh balance out some of this this these bitters with uh some sugar yeah here and make a nice old-fashioned episode the um so let's, uh, let's talk about I the plot hate setup. that i hated that <laughs> music break uh, all right, all right. <laughs> so so the plot and the setup and all of the trappings basically anything that is not the music or you do anything to the music is delightful in this game oh my god gary this premise is great it's really, it's really great. It's yeah. legitimately funny. Um, it is, it is really, really charming. I love the idea of these guys. <laughs> like th this agency is, is wonderful. Uh, and I would say necessary. Like we should just like send a copy of this to Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah. I would love it. Like, like, please do this. But with a, like you pick out with your iTunes playlist, <laughs> Mr. President. Um, <laughs> but uh but what happens is and just kind of the conceit around this is people all over the world are uh, are in trouble they've got uh, uh kind of situations both big and small uh that are uh, endangering their future prospects and, and prosperity and uh, when they reach their breaking point they scream help mm -hmm. um and then this uh, uh kind of grizzled old guy commander khan he deploys the elite beat agents uh to dance them through their problems yes and it should be noted that they don't solve the problems nope for them they are cheerleaders <laughs> they dance so well that you feel good about what you're doing and succeed which again i love like i'm not making fun of that i yeah. think that's a really cool mm -hmm. uh cool part of this is just like oh these like three guys dancing like <laughs> i'm this is a weird like what if this was like just an allegory for prayer and every time <laughs> I just, I need, you know, I just, God, send somebody, send somebody to dance me through this cancer. <laughs> <laughs> that dancer cancer, the, yep. the, the sequel to that right. the indie darling of 20, uh, 2015. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a really, uh, I'm not always, uh, 100% into the, into the, their sketches, but the mega 64 sketch on this is really great. Oh yeah. But then the they just, they just go do this. Yep. Like, and it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, and people react to it in different ways and it's, it's pretty fun. <laughs> yep. Um, so the, all these people were having problems. This all gets wrapped up in a, in a story at the end, uh, that, uh, kind of like, you know, plays in the themes with the power of music and positivity. Uh, we'll get to that when we, when we get there, but for <laughs> now we're just going through these different scenarios around the world. Um, the interface is actually a globe with these different landmarks that mark these different uh, different things. Can I just have uh, a menu? Can I have a menu, yeah. please? <laughs> like a or list. In, ad in addition to would be yeah. great. Yeah. Because uh, it is, I mean, this is this is a minor quibble. Like yeah. it, it is a minor quibble, but searching for the thing you haven't done yet mm -hmm. is not super intuitive. Right. Um, or um, even just if I wanted to, you know, God forbid, I wanted to go back and play a song. Yeah. <laughs> Remembering, okay, is this the... The syringe is a, is one? A pyramid. Yeah. Is the syringe yeah. surrender or is the pyramid surrender? You know, something <laughs> like that where, because uh, I mean, it speaks to a broader disconnect between the visual and thematic elements of this and the actual music. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but there is a, there is an uh, order of difficulty. There's also nothing on the map to indicate this. Um, <laughs> once you actually highlight a level, it will show you its difficulty level and you can kind of decide which order to go in. 
But uh, you can also, I just kind of went around randomly hmm. uh, picking the songs I liked first and then doing the dregs, yeah. um, which which made it more difficult. And then I, when I did the normal mode, I did them in, in proper order because normal mode is really hard. Yeah. Uh, we should uh, difficulty settings. Um, you start out choosing which agent you want. Uh, which agent spin is the uh, easy one, I want to say. Um, and that's the the Breezen difficulty. Um, <laughs> I can't remember the name of the second agent. And then you can be uh, Commander Khan yeah. for the hardest difficulty. Um, there's also a fourth difficulty, which we didn't get to, obviously, which is the uh, the Rockin' difficulty, which you play as the Elite Beat cheerleaders. I'm like down with Dallas. that. They look like the, uh, the, down, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders to me. <laughs> They're kind of got like cowboy flair. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is their the super mega difficulty is you play as three totally different characters. Yeah. When I went to review these, I watched all of those playthroughs. Um, yeah. And uh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is cool that you get to get to be those people. Those those lines are incredible. So, again, I kind of get like because watching somebody do expert mode of this, like it is really impressive. Yeah. I can't look at it and imagine my hands doing it. The ramp to get there needs to be uh, have a better soundtrack and be gentler, I think. And then I could maybe dig it. Yeah. I mean, even even actually, I don't even know if that's true, because even if the songs were better. It's hard for me to imagine the song I want to listen to enough times to get to that level of mastery. That's the thing. And also, like, that's why you don't make a uh, a song that you like your ringtone. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll stop liking it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so you're starting out with uh, this, this scenario with Walkie Talkie Man by uh, Stereogram. <laughs> I've not heard of them. Nope. I don't know these guys either. Yeah. Um, or the song. <laughs> so, so this one's fun. Jane is a babysitter, um, and she, uh, she's she got a crush on the, the star quarterback, uh, but uh, her, uh, her her client comes and brings two kids when she wants to ask them out on a date. And uh, uh, the, the, this guy, Don, he's a real dick. He says, either they go or I, go, or I do. <laughs> this is a very funny thing to say. Yeah. But it is kind of like, hey, you got these babies around. Like, we can't really hang out. <laughs> um, so you, uh, he and uh, the cheerleaders show up, the elite baby agents show up, and uh, kind of help, and they kind of get Don into the spirit. Mm-hmm. during this and he does a bunch of football things to take care of these kids <laughs> and that's a that's a running theme like everybody's like area of core competency that's how they solve all their problems yes yeah which is really cute <laughs> yeah. like that you know that's a, that's how they got out of every situation uh so that you know the baby needs to use the bathroom and he kind of uh like end goal <laughs> he like, spikes uh, end zone. yeah he spikes it he, he end zones it into the toilet uh which is great or onto the toilet into the toilet's a very different story <laughs> like they go where i go uh, <laughs> yeah. nobody fucks with the don um he like tosses a hot dog into the girl's mouth it's not a euphemism nope uh, i'm sure it's in a perfect spiral yes um and uh yeah <laughs> and yeah. so this song uh it's it's weird that it sits so low in the difficulty because the the, the verses are goddamn intolerable yeah it's like it's basically crazy frog <laughs> <laughs> man if uh the DS was around during the crazy frogging days. Like how many bad uh, rhythm crazy frog games do you think we would have gotten? Ooh, I mean, we got a, at least two, I think elf bowling games. So yeah. Yeah. So crazy frog was your next. <laughs> next. Yes. Yeah. But uh, they simplify it a great deal. And this is really just on normal, at least a way for you to uh, learn how to do taps on yes. different spots. And the yeah. riff for this is all right. It's just a descending, you know, power chord punk. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's not so it's it's not terrible. I do. It's never a song I would listen to on my own. Yeah. Um, and I also got sick of listening to it for the game. Right. But it's not a, it's not a war crime. <laughs> um, the uh, next uh, makes no difference by some 41. Um, this is Mr. Fanny. 
uh, tells Chris that he needs to make a hit movie. Yes, Chris is a movie director. He's director. like a yes. he's, he's a um, Steven Spielberg's non non union replacement. Yes, a senior <laughs> Spielbergo. Um, and he, uh, you're kind of just encouraging him to make a movie. The situations yeah. get more bizarre as you go too. Oh yeah, and more fantastical, which I really like. Um, mm-hmm. If I play these in order, which again, kind of my bad, kind of bad signaling, but mm-hmm. the um, I like the way that they get just more and more fantastical because these oh, first yeah. couple situations are pretty, you know, pretty pedestrian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Juno making the, he ends up making this kind of series of movies, these little scenes that kind of go through like the Hollywood backlot kind of trope, you yeah, know, through yeah. these different like different things. Like there's this thing with Meowzilla, <laughs> this romance story, um, a wedding scene, and then eventually it ends with a big uh, city kind of disaster thing. Yeah. But this is some 41, so it is a generic punk, pop, like pop punk kind of thing. I called it emo, but mostly because of just the rhythm to it. Yeah. Yeah. And this introduces like phrases more so like yes. you know it, it, it sprinkles them in and like i will say that about this at least for the first like half of the songs we're gonna do it does kind of like ramp up the stuff it's asking you to do in a, in oh, a, yeah. in a pretty good way yeah. the difficulty like ramp within a difficulty level is not bad right it is the jumping from difficulty level to difficulty level yeah. that i think is is too harsh um it's also kind of weird that we have neither of these songs are like big hits as far <laughs> as i know like this this makes no difference could have been a, a single for people younger than me mm-hmm. um this isn't the sum 41 that i remember i mean i was in it, high school when sum 41 was doing their thing and their I, had, I have no no recollection of it the height of their power yeah but i was like listening to rem and you know stuff like that yeah so. Yeah. Again, like, man, I can't wait for people to call us snobs because of this episode, <laughs> so, which, which I love. It's just, it, we're snobs because we don't like Skater Boy, but I love this, like, you know, this uh, fan club song on Rhythm Heaven and listen to it like 30 times outside of the game. Well, no, it's just we think we're better than everybody way. is the thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Why don't you take us into the next one? I don't want to get into a rhythm of uh, me just explaining the story and you explain the song. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so, so Skater Boy um, by uh, by Avril Lavigne is the one we've been joking about, and I think it's an object of ridicule a little bit. Yeah, like it is. It is supremely bubblegummy, um, and I heard it so goddamn much working at the mall, mm-hmm. like for like eight years. Nothing but yeah. Skater Boy. Um, the sequel, he's, of he's course, to Sca- Scavenger Boy. boy. Yeah scavenger boy no scavenger boy okay <laughs> i like scavenger boy too <laughs> i thought this was a sequel to tarzan boy oh oh that'd be great i love tarzan boy yeah by uh, uh what's that, that band's name uh baltimore baltimore yeah no, that's, he, I think baltimore is just a dude i think uh, eventually like tarzan boy goes to the united states and probably picked up the skateboard mm, yeah this is the vine of the ground <laughs> yes yes <laughs> oh, we, oh, we, oh, we. Uh, <laughs> That, so so the the main the main vocal riff to tarzan boy became a uh became like a war cry in my school oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a lord of the fly situation kind of or? no it was mostly like gym class kind of stuff but like when somebody was about to do something baller they would go oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's so good it was, like, it was passed out from class to class <laughs> when i <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it was also because uh, during my time, I talked about this before with the song because this song comes up a lot. Cause it's it's a, a goddamn national treasure. Um, <laughs> it was a, it was like a Listerine commercial, like that I first saw it, and I remember like being in the kitchen and hearing this like this enchanting call and going into the <laughs> living room to see like a bottle of Listerine swinging on a vine. You know? <laughs> why is why is the Listerine bottle always sweating? I, I don't know. It's because it's hot in the jungle. Because jungle life is far away from nowhere. Um, <laughs> But the uh, in in my uh, school we didn't have the uh, at the age you know when you guys had Tarzan Boy uh, we didn't have that but we did have uh, 
hip hop hooray. Mm-hmm. Um, and people, you know, hip hop hooray. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> you know that song? Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. We would have that. So people would do that, not uh, when they were about to dunk, but they would just do it um, like at stops in the bus. Or like during like breaks in class, like someone would just go like hip hop, hooray, and then everybody would wave their hand, do the wave back and forth. Uh, it's such a weird like kids are so fucking weird about pop music, man. <laughs> they are. Like, oh, can you can I throw another one on for like yeah, yeah. for for like a year? There was a there, there was kind of an epidemic of uh, like bigger juniors and seniors picking up scrawnier freshmen and sophomores at lunch, holding okay. them like they were Simba, and going ha Simba. <laughs> That's actually awesome. I, yeah. I, I don't like, I don't support bullying, but that's fantastic. <laughs> you would be my son. <laughs> they just sneak up on him. That's really funny. That's great. Yep. Man, I, I, Mansfield High School sounds like a cool place to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's real good. That's very funny. Oh, but Skater Boy. <laughs> yeah, it's Sk- Skater Boy, which is like, this isn't the worst song I ever heard or anything, but it's not. Uh, it's 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 real treacly. Yeah, and this is this is one of the ones where I, where I've heard the actual song enough that the cover sticks out to me. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing too. Is that none of these are originals, right? They couldn't get stereogram. <laughs> uh, so, so they, uh, this is definitely a, a cover. And yeah. uh, tell me, about, tell us about the story of this. <laughs> so the story you're playing as uh, this taxi driver who, whenever he gets a fare, he kind of like slips into this Mister Hyde personality and goes on a speeding frenzy. And he's on his last warning. He's a loose cannon, but his uh, his next client after the warning is a pregnant woman. So we're gonna get there, baby. Yep. And I just it's just a chase scene. Yeah. Of him uh, him getting to the hospital in time to uh, to skater boy. <laughs> Uh, which I don't, you know, he's not a skater boy. I don't know. Again, I don't really understand. Like some of the songs make sense. Some of them don't. I think that points to your whole bit about uh, it being kind of what they could get. Yeah. Um, like they maybe had a tone in mind. I think the tone is more intentional mm-hmm. for these songs. But I think that the, uh, yeah. He does hydroplane uh, through a subway, which uh, I could imagine a skateboard move being called a hydroplane. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, there's some skate. I guess skating is like taxing. No. <laughs> um, the, uh, up to one of the uh, one of the songs, I think is a good song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was born to love you by Queen. Yes, um, this cover is pretty atrocious. Actually, yep. anytime um, somebody covers Queen, remember the Killer Queen cover in a Guitar Hero? Do which like was only fun to play because that song is so noodly and weird. Yep, but that cover is awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is an awful cover. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Leo, uh, obviously uh, Da Vinci, is a <laughs> painter in the 15th century in Florence, and uh, all the women love him, but one person rejects him. And uh, he cannot have that because he is uh, <laughs> not respectful of her of her boundaries. Um, so he has to uh, to wow her over the course of the yeah. song. And now it's probably a good time because this is the first time I really noticed it uh, to say that the the agents make a, an, an an entrance on a different vehicle that is appropriate yes. for the theme of the uh, of the level. So they're in Venice and they roll up. Obviously, they've traveled through time um, and they roll up on a gondola that is like yes. themed. It's EBA themed, which is really again that's immensely charming <laughs> yeah. and like really really cute um I, w- I would love like a set of like elite beat agents action figures yeah like all three of them just to have on my shelf like cheering me on <laughs> that'd be really fun yeah just uh bobbleheads and they they, they do like a little animatronic dance to highway star yeah <laughs> yep. uh, well or 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 a, a different song yeah the um the uh or to my to my mp3 player so uh, da vinci essentially just does the things that uh, da vinci did but he's mm-hmm. doing them to impress a woman yes who kind of turns out to be uh, mona lisa yeah 
Um, <laughs> man, Da Vinci's a real, uh, real pretty boy in this. Yeah, got that long yeah, he's flowing very hair. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and there's like taste her to a dance show, and they recreate the Vitruvian Man. Uh, they fly, <laughs> they fly a fly machine into the Leaning Tower, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I want to, I want to suit like a mega mix of any time in media where somebody makes the Leaning Tower lean. Yeah. Yeah, it would yeah. it would just be infinite. It would just go on forever. <laughs> uh, this is a difficulty spike for me, actually. I like the song too. Uh, the cover's pretty mm-hmm. bad. Um, slow songs in these games are almost always hard for me because it's hard to like remember where the beat is. That kind of like legato kind of problem to it. Yeah, it just feels a little bit more loose and noodly compared to where it is. And this is kind of mixing up phrases and hits in ways that like I'm not used to yet. On top of that slow song problem, do you have that same yeah. issue with that? Um, I didn't have it as much with this as I did with uh, You're My Inspiration. No, oh, yeah. Which I found, like, that to be the, like, you know, other than the ending, which I couldn't do on normal, uh, mm-hmm. was the biggest difficulty spike because there is no percussion in that song, mm-hmm. it feels like. Um, and I was still foolishly thinking this rhythm game would be based on the rhythm of the song, <laughs> um, which which is not. And that's, and that's what you're picking up on is just yeah. that, like, it's, you know, there are large portions of the song without strong percussion right without a strong rhythm presence mm-hmm. uh you know rhythm section <laughs> presence. i defy anybody to dance to i was born to love you yeah it's not it's not a you know it's a good song but it's not a danceable song yeah. you get these elite beat agents uh boogie like crazy well they're just that good they are just that good yeah somebody <laughs> ran like a bpm detector on this and then just kind of programmed their movements to that beat um next up is rock this town by the Stray Cats. I hate the fucking Stray Cats, dude. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. I hate these guys. Uh, the, what era are they from? Because, like, this is, like, in my mind, lumped in with that shitty uh, swing revival of the 90s. Well, here, here's the thing. Here's the reason why they're lumped in. So the Stray Cats are an 80s band. Okay. Uh, Brian Setzer, the lead singer of the Stray Cats, went on to form the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Okay. Which is, was the predominant, like, the vanguard of the swing revival. Mm, okay. Uh, along with the Squirrel Nut Zippers. <laughs> and, uh, Jesus, you know. You're making stuff up. No, no, come on. It's true. The scroll, the scroll and zippers with, uh, you know, hell, uh, their song hell. Um, and, uh, I can't remember the name of the big Brian Setzer orchestra song. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. They, he, he is like a career revivalist, you know, cause mm. he did the stray cats, which is this kind of like this stuff and then came back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I have a real dislike for, for the stray cats. And again, this is like, this is a little bit like, uh, this one and the next one are in the, uh, round and round by rat category oh, of sure. like songs that just like you you say rhythm game and then just they yeah, appear they in like a puff of genie spoke and then like here you can have this who i mean it's so weird to me that straight like because this is uh this is novelty music yep like this is this is something like somebody in the 80s are just like oh this sounds like a bunch of guys pretending to be from the 50s <laughs> this is this is like a like a goofy like goof song for a cartoon or something <laughs> you know but the fact that this was like a radio hit is amazing to me yeah like people love that swing, you know, it's not, and I'm not saying like you can't do, I love fifties music, but like mm-hmm. usually when people revive it, it is like not a straight revival. It is a, they synthesize it in some mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Um, this is literally just like, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm not entirely down with, uh, with the story of this one. They eventually get to stories that are just people making terrible people making bad decisions and, yep. you know, and being and, reported for it. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you have this magician who uh, who gambles away uh, the last of his money, and his partner is angry, and he goes uh, to get his next paycheck, and uh, finds out the, the the show is canceled because of the Full House Bandits uh, striking the casino. Which I'm I... way into the Full House Bandits. Oh, me too. They're like a they're like a like a seventies uh, Nick Fury enemy. <laughs> like it was like he fights the forces of Zodiac, and then the Full House Bandits show up. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the like the like the set of villains in like a one off Gambit. 
cartoon. Oh, or sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, even though <clears throat> Gambit fought assassins, not thieves, Cole. <laughs> he's, a, he's a thief. He didn't fight bandits. He fought assassins. So um, he's, he's the treasure hunter. Yeah. He, he's, he's a thief. Yeah. There's thieves and assassins. And he ain't a tassin. <laughs> Most sorry. The thieves and a tassbots. Thieves, a tassbots, tassbots, thieves. <laughs> Are you having an episode? Do we need to give you a wallet to bite on? <laughs> like I got the gambit vapors. I speak in Cajun tongues. Yeah. Uh... Anyway, um, but, um, you know, you do a bunch of magician, magi uh, yeah, you got magician tricks to foil these guys. And these individual beats are funny. Like you, you build a house of cards around uh, the assistant protector and, you know, you turn a cat into a lion to kill the thieves. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> assassination. I'm sorry. It's assassination by lion is pretty good. Yeah. Um, the song itself, like if you ignore the fact that it's obnoxious actually does have like a different rhythm. It's not entirely square, which is good. Yeah. But you know, it's fun to, per to if, if you take everything but the rhythm away from it, it, uh, it's okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I just, and, and it, you know, again, it's hard for me not to connect what I'm doing on the screen to the mm -hmm. music. And like, this is never a song I'd want to listen to IRL. Yeah. Um, you know, but if it, the things you're doing on the screen, I agree with you are, Slightly, you know, better variety than than what's come before, um, or some of the things that will come later. Mm -hmm. um, next up is a Highway Star by Deep Purple. If I never means... have to hear Highway Star again, it is. Yeah, soon. it is. It was. Uh, this was already taken by Rock Band guys. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I don't know ex the exact chronology here. I mean, this came out a year before Rock Band. Did. Yeah, this was two thousand six. Uh, so, yeah. geez, Rock Band <laughs> Highway Star is already owned by Elite Beat Agents. Don't use it for everything. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not super into the song and this is this is one of these songs where i never knew the name of it oh yeah i, I just knew the like nah, 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 i'm gonna take my car you know yeah. uh kind of beginning part mm -hmm. um or even who did it until uh until i guess eba so thanks <laughs> for you eba good on you uh, this is a kid who puts his sleeping dog in the back of a car so we can go play some hoops and then the car drives away uh 400 miles so the kid has to get back home, or the car the dog kid <laughs> car dog uh, dog <laughs> has to get back home yep uh he homeward bounds it Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, just his, his travails, uh, kind of making friends, <laughs> hitting stuff on the side of the highway, making his way home. Yeah. Um, I have in the notes here, it's a fun song, like for all the shit that I said about it, like it's, it's neat to do like something with, uh, with this much organ in it. Mm. Like, I feel like that lends to the, like the wavy phrases that you hit to it. And like, mm -hmm. I know the song and this feels like it corresponds at least to what's happening in the music a little bit better. Yeah, I don't know if that's like a taste thing or what, but like it unlocked for me when I realized that I'm following the instrumental track more than the vocals here. Yes. Like it feels like it picks a lane and goes with it. And that should be, I wish that was consistent um, in the game, like whether it is, uh, you know, vocals that it's concentrating on or music. Right. You know, so any given song you're, you're playing, you have to kind of figure out which one it is doing. And that's if it doesn't switch out between the songs kind of pretty consistently. Yeah. Um, next up is in the Navy, by, uh, <laughs> no, uh, y sorry. Y YMCA by the village yeah. people. you yeah, you, you, you totally like Mandela effect from another universe where they made the right choice. Yes. <sighs> not that in the Navy is a better song. I, I can't, uh, that I is not a judgment. Kind of funnier. Oh yeah. Uh, for sure. Like it's a little bit like the goofy positivity 
mm-hmm. of in the Navy maybe mm-hmm. matches this a little bit better. I think so. Um, but the uh, and it also would match it because this is about a sea captain. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Like <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're dancing around. <laughs> yeah, it's what we're festively dancing around. Um, so YMCA doesn't make any sense for this because this is a story about a sea captain um, who's abandoned by his crew and taunted by his space parrot. I never got a sense yeah. of where this parrot came from. I think I it might know. be. A, I think it might be a stranger to this planet. And uh, it's just him getting treasure. Like his his crew mutinies because they don't have enough money, and he's like, "Well, I'll show you and get a bunch of money." It's kind of surprising how many of these stories are just about acquiring wealth. Yep. Like there are a lot of them where like that's just the thing is to become a quadrillionaire. Is is this developers making fun of Americans? <laughs> oh yeah, may, yeah maybe. <laughs> Huh, I didn't even think about that. Um, if, if any of these or any or all of these are actually making fun of like American situations, like always losing their dogs and always throwing hot dogs in their mouth from across the room. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't, I don't know that the Japanese have a leg to stand on when it comes to hot dog eating contest. Yeah. Go Joey Chestnut. I don't actually <laughs> hold that. I, I, I don't even know anything about him. I just know that he, he, he is a food monster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can you imagine like, uh, what, how long do you think it will be in the future before uh, historians look back on bafflement uh, with the fact that we had eating contests? <laughs> like that was a thing. Yeah. How, how insulting is that to starving people and to actual reality is the fact that we have eat competitive eating contests? Well, hey, those hot dogs are just going to rot if we I don't bring monsters I don't to Coney Island. <laughs> I don't need this food. I don't want this food. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is I'm literally just going to see how much I can fit in my body before I go force myself to puke. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, entire countries that don't. have food. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just one step below. Uh, how long can you leave your hose on contests? Oh, sure. <laughs> like, yeah. The, the pool swimming and redraining. How many times you can do that in a day? <laughs> and we, we will see the end of swimming pools, I think, in our lifetime. Huh. Um, or at least like uh, private pools. Mm, yeah. I think so. Um, like with, you know, given, given water and yep. stuff, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like, I mean, no, I'm not saying like in the next five years in our <laughs> lifetime. So like yeah. 30 years, 40 years, but like eating contests are just like really egregious. Like if I was <laughs> having a hard time eating and just like knew this was going on anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. I'd be super pissed. Yeah. You know? We've become caricatures of ourselves, Gary. <laughs> I, well, I mean, it's legitimately a real weird thing. I know, like, right? It's crazy. Know, it's, yeah, it, it is. It is a crazy thing. Like, it's not. I'm not making up that eating contests are weird. Um, I man, I, I hope we get emails about that though. Whereas people are just like, no, the sport is pure. And, like, I just, I, is, I think we're more likely to get like, oh, you, ble- you bleeding heart liberals. You can't even. Yeah, yeah, we can't yeah. even have a, eating contests are just for fun. Yeah, you can have hot dogs is a cool, fun thing. Don't ruin it for me. Uh, uh, eating contest did give us that uh, that episode of King of the Hill though, where uh, where Dale uh, comes up yeah. from behind because of his weird neuroses. Yep. Huh. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's that's the YMCA um, uh, making well, fun the, of us. Oh, the, he does slay a skeleton pirate, and that's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Um, this is also where they introduce double taps. I don't like this one. I don't bit. like them either. I don't like the way they're signaled, and I don't like the way they articulate. Yeah. So, so you just have to like internalize and do some quick math, and I'm like, no, oh, I'm cool. I'm gonna go play some Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it, but like just uh, okay. So here's here's a one coming up, and maybe there's like a ghost of a circle behind it, but the next one's a three. Hmm. Wait a minute. So I just need to hit this one twice. Yes. Yeah. And you, you hit it in kind of t- t- kind of rhythm, you know, but just knowing that spacing is not visually indicated anywhere in a game where like all the other rhythm things are visually indicated because you can't trust your ears. Right. Like this is a, this is a small mechanic where you have to trust your ears. And this is another situation that uh, that, that cuts the other way with. Um, oh, gosh. Fuck. 
sorry, I'll take us back in. <laughs> That's okay. This is another situation where uh, the rep the repetitive nature of the song cuts the other way, um, mm. and different verses will kind of be laid out differently. Uh, the way that I would like to see this is just kind of make the distance between the notes on the screen correspond to how quickly you're supposed to tap them. So, like, oh, yeah. if, you know, if you are doing like a you know quarter note, quarter note, half note, like just make it three in a row, and then the next one you know, is a, is, a, is a space after that, or the fourth one is a space after that. Yeah. Here, you know, just like make make anything like that. There, there are a lot of ways that they could visually correspond to the music, either the rhythm or melody. Yeah. I think but these, uh, the, the, these stacks just remind me of like the last dungeon of, uh, of Final Fantasy VI, where you had those enemies that were just, uh, the sprites were stacked on top of each other. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, it's just, it's hard to see. And part of the reason, like, I can see two concentric circles. I'm not circle blind, but it is, uh, it's going really quick. Mm-hmm. to take in you're already taking in like an immense amount of visual information all at once to play this game at all and like that is that is why they are a bummer yeah um and and you know and then it's ymca like who gives a shit like about the <laughs> song like it just you know okay you know aunts and uncles get on the dance floor mm-hmm. it's time for something time for a flashback yep yeah, the, the, they might as well throw it in the cha-cha slide because it's a yeah, song that tells funky, you how to dance like, how funky is your chicken how loose is your goose <laughs> how electric yeah. is your slide Up next is September, which is, I think, probably the best song on the soundtrack. Oh, no, no joke. Uh, yeah, this is real good. Uh, I didn't also, I knew the song, but I didn't know who did it uh, mm-hmm. up until now. So thanks, EBA, I guess. <laughs> um, and this is a really sweet story. Um, I like this story a lot. This is actually the first song I did because I was just going by songs I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a meteorologist uh, who uh, wants to take, a single mom, wants to take her son out the next day and uh, lies and says the weather is going to be nice. Lies, uh, lies on the air. On the air, yeah. Because she knows he's uh, watching. But, because she knows he's watching, and then enlist the elite beat agents to kind of cheer people around along to like literally make the the sun come out <laughs> to change the weather. Yes, yeah, I will um, move heaven and earth. You know, yeah, to make it's my pretty, sun pretty fantastic. Yeah, um, and so over the course of this, like you you have people, you recruit people to like point their fans out the window to blow the clouds away. You recruit the air yeah. force to to fly the clouds away to burn it away with animals like throwing stuff onto pyres like it's it's pretty ridiculous like this is the yeah. first i mean we had a skeleton pirate earlier but this is patently ridiculous yeah and i'm this like is, way yeah. down with it yeah I, I i like that everything about this uh this kind of presentation and stuff and then the song is really good which like does help right yeah, so like mechanically like just liking the song just meant that i was more engaged with it so mm-hmm. like this is a hard song it's medium difficulty but like i was still pretty into playing it and could see you know feeling to get better mm-hmm. at it because it's a good song. Yeah. Uh, the the gameplay hook to this that I noticed was like they really lean on um, having taps that lead into phrases and then back mm-hmm. out. Um, they're really interleaving them in a way that they have not asked you to do so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. Huh. You know, it's a, it's, it's a good song. Listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, next up, uh, Canned Heat. Yes. This uh, So this is by Jamiroquai. I didn't expect to like a Jamiroquai song so much. This might yeah. be my second favorite song in the game. <laughs> yeah, this is also pretty good. Yeah. This is um, a good song. 
This level's a real B, though. Oh my gosh. It's, yeah, this it, is really hard. Yeah, and, you know, it goes back to, like, it's a different kind of rhythm, right? It's a disco uh, kind of thing, and it's hard to figure out what you are tapping to, and it's mostly the backbeat, which is not yeah. something it's asking you to do before. Again, you're not, like, right on the ones, twos, threes, and fours. Like, it's you know, you're, you're on the ands most of the time in this, Yeah, and that is a lot. Yeah, yeah, th- this is what you expect from uh, Jamiroquai, the clown prince of rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's ever been called that, but <laughs> he is now. He is now the Conference of Rhythm, Jamiroquai. Um And everyone knows Jamiroquai from his hit, Virtual Insanity. Yeah, I like that um, video a lot. Yeah. Yep. Um, so this is the, there's a lazy heir to uh, Sushi Motor, uh, <laughs> which I, I love Sushi Motor, mm-hmm. um, who, and their, uh, their plans get stolen by a rival company. And he has to uh, tap into his ninja heritage in order to steal back the plans. <laughs> um, so he does a bunch of ninja shit. Yeah. Uh, using ninja magic, he disguises as a log. That classic ninja thing. Yep. Um, uh, yep. The number of times I had to watch him fail to uh, disguise himself with a with a brick wall pattern sheet. Yeah. <laughs> this was the first one that I had to do like just scads of times. Yeah. You know, like, probably like ten plus times to get through it. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Um, next up is uh, Material Girl, My Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's an okay song. Like, yeah, Material Girl is fine. Um, I like it more than uh, Like a Virgin is my least favorite Madonna song. The one that I think is like the most. I mean, not me, not least. Favorite. <laughs> I mean, she did like she did music. Rain. Yeah, yeah. Re- oh, I hate music. <laughs> uh, music, rain. Um, like she did a '90s stuff. But as far as classic Madonna, mm-hmm. um, I really can't stand uh, uh, Like a Virgin. Yeah. Um, but I like Material Girl. Okay, it's no Like a Prayer. Oh yeah, and things like that prayer. Madonna compares the Madonna simile series. Um, <laughs> like Like a Prayer is far stronger than Like a Virgin. Are you preparing for the Madonna SATs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a Virgin is to Like a Prayer as Madonna is to Jamiroquai. Um, yeah. <laughs> the story for this one is real gross. I don't, I don't care for it, it one bit. It's really of its time. Oh, yeah. Like, it was really like a Paris Hilton, uh, you know, American pop starlet. Yeah, it's like, okay. Twins, what the if, Kardashians kind what, of thing. What if we took the Olsen twins and made them Paris Hilton? I yes. think it'd go a little something <laughs> like this. Three, it, two, one, hit it. It's real weird, too. So it's these uh, two girls who have gigantic boobs yeah. uh, who get to uh, get stranded on an island and then use their boobs to get out of problems. Right. Mostly with animals. Like Yeah, mostly it's mostly about yeah. bears getting boners. Yeah, like, they're, 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 most... they're using their jiggling tit flesh to get their way from savage beasts. Yes. This is the... Uh, uh the tiger boner section of this game. <laughs> There's a huge section about this, of this game that is just about tigers getting boners. And this, this is the whole middle. Yeah. Creamy tiger boner middle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> revolution. <laughs> Mega mix. Um, <laughs> is that the Konami version of this? Yep. <laughs> um, of tiger boner, creamy middle. Uh, the, um, uh, this is the song yeah. that like triples down on the, on the beats hidden behind other beats. Yeah. Yep, and also triples yeah. down on identical verses. This is a really repetitive song. Yeah, this is. I mean, that that's kind of 80s Madonna, even when it's good. Yeah, um, I don't remember this next song at all. Uh, neither uh, do I. I've listened to it a couple times, and it completely bounces off of me. Uh, this no. is "La La" by Ashley Simpson. Um, yes, it's a. Uh, it's harder than I imagined her music being. You know, mm-hmm. her being the, the 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 sister of Jessica Simpson. Um, but still, it is. It, it kind of strikes me as being like. Mm, a more poppy G R R L pop kind of thing. Sure. Rock kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I like the story for this. 
Like there's yeah, a, there's an Olymp- Olympic athlete is like, oh, the big race is coming up. I've got, I've got a fever. So the, the elite beat agents uh, goes on a fantastic voyage inside mm-hmm. this guy's body. They, they're deployed in like a little pill. Yep. Um, I, would, get... I would take that pill. Yep. Give me that pill. <laughs> I want, I want the EPA inside I want me. that pill. Yep. <laughs> in the future, all medicine will be rhythm based. We'll be um, elite beat based. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but then you know, the, the, this has a character in it, these uh, nurse antibodies or this nurse antibody who uh, is inside of him fighting off the evil Mr. Virus. Yes. Yeah. This is, this is really cute. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Virus looks like Freakazoid. Yeah. Yep, yep. And she ends up killing him with a syringe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then I, I don't remember the song at all. No, um, the, the the thing that this does is um, it will densely pack notes in in these really, really tight zigzags. Mm. Um, so it's kind of, you know, do I go up, down, left, across, all of that? Again, I'm sounding like a dummy, but like in the moment when it's asking you to parse the numbers, um, it gets it gets uh, kind of memorizy. Yeah. Um, this the next one is, I think, the most bonkers story that it's done. <laughs> this was um, such a little, I, I've heard about this. Like, yeah. you know, just uh, this, this always comes up in every, uh, in every conversation about the game, but you're the inspiration by Chicago. Uh, yeah. Has, it, it is such a tonal left turn that is never addressed nor replicated. No, it, it is. It is a real Island. It is as weird as the ti- tiger boner chapter. <laughs> the, um, this is a, like dad, death revolution, mega mix. Yeah. This, like, this, this is every pick. This is Pixar revolution. Yeah. Pixar revolution. <laughs> tap, tap, Pixar. Pixar step. <laughs> Mega Mix Smash Court by, by Sega on the Dreamcast. Yes, yeah, with a Christmas spin. This is uh this I think the song is really hard to play because it doesn't have it's really slow. Yeah, uh, as we talked about before, and there's like almost no percussion to it. No, so you're just keeping rhythm with just the vocal lines, like the surges in the vocal line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I find that found that really really hard. Yeah, um, but I'm glad that I failed it because uh, this one has like a really funny like fail state in a morbid <laughs> sense. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> so the, so the setup for this, like we, we would like to get there. We like, need this should be noted. Like there are no jokes in this. No, there like, are the, no like we're making jokes because this is so weird and morbid. <laughs> but this is this is like the very special episode of the Elite Beat Agents. <laughs> like, I forget. Like this the, this is the one where they don't even end with like a help. Like Commander Khan has just been watching this little kid. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually Commander Khan's kid. <laughs> that, that's in the lore. If you read the item descriptions, you oh. actually see that. Yeah, you know. yeah. It's her stepdad who dies, but he doesn't want to step in. You know, like yeah. he he's the only dad that uh, that his daughter's ever known. You know, it's Commander Khan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and and uh, her her brother Commander Keen. Um, yeah. Yeah, but um, so her her dad dies. You know, it's it's off screen. Like he goes out to get a pack of smokes the night the night before Christmas, and uh, Christmas comes around. It's like the next year, and the you know apparently the mom has never told the kid what happened. Like it's, she, yeah, it's, she she still thinks the dad's coming back. He went yeah. on like a business trip. Yeah, mom says like, oh, he we went to heaven, and she's like, when will he come back? Yep, uh, which is like a, a kind of child abuse. Yeah, for how yep. old this kid is. Like, you know, you're, you're not going to say it. Some kid on the playground is going to give this kid a, a real bad day yeah. if you don't control this uh, this life and death thing. Um, but uh, if you if it works out, you know, the daughter kind of helps the mom around the house and uh, they kind of increases their bond. <laughs> and then ghost dad comes back uh, and gives her like a ghost bear, like yeah. a ghost bear that transubstantiates into a real bear. <laughs> 
like she asked, uh, she, like she asked for a friend that. for her existing bear. Yes. <laughs> and here's one from, from the shores of the River Styx. Yeah. Brought back from the afterlife with the secrets therein. <laughs> that will whisper to your existing bear uh, that it saw the face of God and he was crying. So... <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're cheering this girl on as she helps out her mother and the condition for failure is that she sees her dad in a less positive light and he yes. never appears again and like, he doesn't his ghost form gets exercised yep what the no, fuck? no no uh, yeah. um, but he, uh, my favorite my favorite failure for one of these uh for one of these bits like the the mom is dusting the the library and then she pulls out a book and says hey what's this i don't know how this changes it like how the cheering uh, affects this but if you fail a picture falls out and it's the dad in like a speedo yeah <laughs> oh he maybe he wasn't so great after all yeah like it was is are we totally misreading the tone and this was supposed to be hilarious or something like it is i mean it is hilarious well, it is really funny but like <laughs> It's like, I guess like it's, it's just such a different shift of humor. Like I give this game a lot of credit for being funny. Yeah. This is like a different kind of funny. <laughs> so is it intentionally toned up? Yes. I mean, and they're probably, I mean, we're saying we're making jokes and laughing about this. I bet you there's at least somebody out there who like cried to this. Probably. You know, and it's like, I don't want to belittle your pain. It yeah. is just uh, to me in the middle of this game about what this game is about. I couldn't help but think this was really, really hilarious. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was I was just this was a laugh riot. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not walking into it with the, with, with the experience that would make this resonate. Yes. Um, yeah. Like, and, you know, this could probably be seen as just a little bit, a uh, little bit cheap. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess that that's true. If it is uh, meant to actually make you feel things. Yeah. Um, next up is a bad cover of Let's Dance. Uh, <sighs> a boy. A good song. Um, I like bad I like level. Let's Dance a lot. Um, yeah. That's a good song. But this is a really bad cover. Yeah. Um, and also a shitty story that I don't, I don't, I'm not comfortable nope. with it being set against it. So there's this oil baron who is scanned by his gold digger wife. And then the, the oil runs out and she, uh, she throws him a shovel saying, Hey, go dig for more to rebuild your fortune. And so the, this entire level is him going out and, uh, accidentally getting rich. Yes. He discovers Atlantis. He, he finds oil. He gets his, his little money meter keeps going up and the ending is not like a, you know, fuck you, I got mine. Mm -hmm. It's he gets the girl back because now he has enough money to get her. <laughs> right. Like, it's a, it's a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and also just, like, again, becoming parodies of ourselves. Like, it's also just not very funny. Nope. Or anything. Like, if, you know, I'll forgive uh, things that are kind of, uh, you know, non-PC or whatever. If they're hilarious, I'm more likely to. Mm -hmm. uh, this is just not very funny. Like, this is kind of a cheap, cheap tropes. Yeah. Um, and just why is it Let's Dance? Yeah. You know? I'd really... Uh, really don't understand it one bit and also it's really hard um yeah because like this goes up so on normal which is where i played this it'll uh reach um so sometimes 14 or 15 note long uh strings yeah and again they do that la la trick of you know being in a tight really tight zigzag yeah yep yep yeah um bummer bummer um, but let's go back to bummer good oh, charlotte yeah good <laughs> just in general yeah 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 fuck good charlotte bad charlotte <laughs> I just, I'm just imagining, uh, like, uh, instead it's of Valhalla, like, uh, uh, Vance Warp Tour, like, where all these bands go and yeah. rock until uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, what happened to Good Charlotte? <laughs> you know? They uh, they, they they got into a transporter with Pennywise, yeah. and they came out on the other side of some 41. Oh, no. <laughs> there we are. Uh, but yeah, this is the anthem. 
Um, I like the story behind this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's this washed up baseball star who uh, uh, um, fell out of the major leagues and ends up working at an amusement park. Uh, his name is the Hulk, and a small kid recognizes him uh, just as a fire golem attacks, and he uses his baseball skills to fight him off. Yeah. This is a good expression of what you're talking about before. Like, whatever this, whatever your profession is, that's how you mm-hmm. accomplish everything. Yep. Like him doing baseball things to, to fight this, <laughs> accomplish different tasks. Fighting this, uh, this Godzilla is really great. Mm-hmm. So this fire golem. Pretty cute. Yeah. Um, it's just another punk, punk song. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, that um, the, the the trick for this one that I noticed anyway is that it throws in just a shitload of back and forth phrase yeah. markers. Sometimes, um, you know, not every uh, um, phrase marker ends with moving on to something else. It will require you to trace it back and forth until it decides you're done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which sometimes corresponds well with the music, sometimes does not. Right. Um, we're up to like the, the end of the actual uh, story mm-hmm. line here, which like this game... The people who made this uh, were like, let's end this with a Hoobastank song. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not, like, Hoobastank's a joke, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of a punchline, but there's a reason for that is because they're fucking awful. Yep. This is a terrible band. Dear, I've got a question for you. Who's Butt yeah. Stinks? Yeah, who's Butt Stinks? Well, we wanted to call it Who's Butts. Like, can you imagine that this, if, because do you think that the EBA people would have still made this, the finale song if this band's name was Who but, Who's Butt Stinks? I think the EBA people were just looking at the title. Yeah. It feels like it. Yeah, it's, it's there's a song, there's a band out right now that seems like a band I would like uh, that's called Diarrhea Planet <laughs> that I can't listen to because they're called Diarrhea Planet. Like, I'm just like, nope, <laughs> you lost me. Yep. Sorry, Diarrhea Planet. <laughs> um, yeah, it sounds like, like the worst it, water park. It is, or, or, or it's like an alternate universe, Planet Hollywood, <laughs> dedicated to great moments. Yeah. Um, the, uh, but the, uh, uh, yeah, Hoobastank song, uh, without a fight. Um, this is also a very long song. Yeah. Uh, which it means that, you know, if you're going to fail it, which you might because it's really tough, uh, this is as far as I got on normal mode. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to fail it a lot. So yeah. you get to hear this Hoobastank song a thousand goddamn times. <laughs> so lucky you. You bought a fun video game and you get to listen to Hoobastank. <laughs> like, I would like one hot dog, please. Oh, you're going to shoot me in the shoulder? Okay. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> Great. Um, and uh, it's not like this has the story to recommend it or help it either because this is just like the climax uh mm-hmm. you know again powered music aliens show up the rombulons come and petrify anybody who makes or enjoys music and so it's this uh post-music dystopia um you know that uh many of the rock operas of the past have foretold um and uh the eba are called in and over the course of this fight they are petrified um yes. and instead of having like an overarching story we're just seeing these returning characters from the past living under the thumb of this oppressive yeah, like in regime concentration camps. Yeah, yes. like in, um, in uh in work camps these aliens, because like that's kind of burying the leads. Like the alien doesn't like the aliens don't like music. Also, they're enslaving humanity. <laughs> oh yeah, like, it's just kind of. I mean, and the, it plays into the game's theming to uh, tie those two things together quite a bit. Yeah. Um. So you know, you you thaw out the uh, the EBA. They uh, or you you do your thing normally, and that thaws them out as the game kind of goes on. Yeah. So they can fight back. Um. This song is a bewildering nightmare, though. Oh yeah. Um, like, I don't think it works at all. It's no. uh, what you're actually doing on the uh, the taps. Yeah. And I've watched. So there's probably something to be said for, like, looking at the higher difficulties of some of these songs. 
Um, there are times where like throwing in more beats actually brings it into clearer focus what they're trying to get you to notice in the music. Yes, like uh, that happens in Guitar Hero and, and Rock Band too. Yeah, like where it's actually really hard to go back to medium after you're in hard, not because of, you know, uh, MLG, Elite, Guitar, Me. Uh, but because more you, just you, ex because... you expect there to be beats where there aren't. Right. That's not the case here. Um, yes. there, there, there's a great YouTube channel that, uh, or at least playlist that has all of the songs with the four difficulties running at the same time. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. You, so you can kind of see like the, like the different note charts and how they compare. Um, most of the time I was like, okay, I can see how this, how this is, uh, kind of stacking up as it goes. At no point does this Hubus Tank song make any goddamn sense. No, no. I is massively disappointing and frustrating. Yeah to me and it's like and it, it doesn't help that this is the least like interesting or charming little story yeah you know this is the most generic thing that happens in the game i feel like mm -hmm. um it's a real real bummer real bad note yeah um eventually the uh the eba jump out in front of this kind of flying saucer saucer beam that is coming at the end mm -hmm. um which leads us into a credits like a bonus song right um that is the actual last song that is the finale but Jumping Jack Flash is the, the bonus song that doesn't get a... You can't select this on the world. And right. this uh, might take the award for worst cover Oh yeah, um, of the, the list. And there are a lot of real bad covers mm -hmm. going on here. That, like, you know, I Was Made to Love You is a really bad cover. Let's Dance is a really bad cover. This is a excruciatingly bad cover of, like, a pretty good song. Yeah, like an iconic song. And I think that yeah. that is, like, that's the problem. The more iconic the song gets, the, like, the, the less I'm going to brook a cover. Of it, yeah. especially like what obviously is like a budget cover that is trying to recreate it note for note um, mm. and not adding anything of its own. Yeah. Real, real bummer. Yeah. Um, um, so all... the characters are, yeah, the, the EBA uh, are there and the characters are kind of bummed out. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and then again, they break them out. This is a balls hard song. Um, it's a little bit more clear, uh, which is supposed to follow just because the instruments and the vocals um, are kind of more in line because it's a Rolling mm -hmm. Stones song. Yeah. Um, the, th the thing that's a real dick about this, and I didn't get to this in the, in the game. I had to look at this in a video um, is that it mix in spinners. Like it's not a thing, but it's a thing. Yeah. 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 You're, you're constantly kind of going through and they, this is uh, where they start having, um, and this was, I only played this on easy. I didn't play on hard. Um, like the brief spinners mm -hmm. where it's not like a climactic moment. It's just a little bit. So you just kind of have to switch gears really fast to be in spin mode. Yeah. Um, and you have a very limited time to get it up to, uh, the requisite amount of spins. So you end up just like really just abusing the shit out of your DS screen. Yeah. Uh, you know, to get it up to that point. And it doesn't end up like functioning as a health regen because you don't, when you get to the maximum amount of spin that it wants you to get to, uh, once you get over hundred percent, all that's just bonus. Right. And that's how you get health back from that. And uh, it doesn't really happen in the song. Right. Yeah, um, I like the uh, um, kind of assertion that this makes that uh, the Rolling Stones are on the same level as Hoobastank. Like <laughs> this is the this is the only context outside this of like a, a poorly yeah, programmed is... uh, college radio station. This is the only context of what, in which these two would be put next to each other. It's like it's like an alien made a a thing about music, <laughs> like pop music as just a kind of one big thing, as if there were no stratum at all. <laughs> you know, like oh, of course, you know, uh, uh, ABC is as good as YMCA. They're both seventy songs that have like kind of a funky rhythm. Mm -hmm. They're identical, you know, <laughs> and it's like there's there's no consideration for actual craft. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I will, I, you know, if someone wants to call me a stab for saying that Hoobastank is not as good as the Rolling Stones, come at me. Like, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That, that, that is possibly the easiest fight to pick. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I, I feel comfortable in that, 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 yeah. um, there are three bonus songs that come up. You have to do really well to get them. I unlocked two of them. I did not unlock the third one. Right. Um, 
Yeah, so we can we can kind of motor through these. Uh, Believe by Cher. Again, this is so of its time. Well, I guess it's like six years after its time. There's this young woman who wants to be a ballerina, but uh, her real life kind of sucks. So she uses ballerina skills to solve her problems. Um, boy, oh boy, just eternal phrase repeats in this. Yeah. Yep, yep. And it's kind of a slow song. Yeah. Um, you know, it's got that slow driving thing. Um, ABC, which is the other, the last song of the, the less than a quarter that I like uh, <laughs> on this thing. So I think it's four. Um, ABC is a great song. The Jackson Five uh, is, you know, yeah, a perfect pop band. Um, in this uh, this thing, a cat and a baby, Eden, I uh, don't get along. But the mom asked the cat to look after the baby. This <laughs> yeah. um, mom commits a crime. Yeah, the mom mom is on a crime wave, and the crime <laughs> wave starts with asking your cat to look after a baby. Uh, the baby escapes, so it's like a classic cartoon kind of thing, like that baby uh, and the dog that take care of each other on Animaniacs or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is a kind of a quick cover, but it's also not the most egregious cover I've ever heard. No, like it's no. not. It doesn't. It's not shockingly bad. It's just a little bit quicker. Yeah, it, like it feels like it speeds it up to make it artificially difficult. Yeah. Um, compared to it, but like otherwise, you're mostly just following along with the, with the lyrics, and because this is a song that is baked into people's DNA, it's not really a thing. And and of course the you know the when the baby's out doing its thing, uh, it ends up being a kid on site. Because that's, that's the most dangerous place for a baby to be is to be a kid on site. And it's the most place, and, most dangerous place for anybody to be. Yes, is on site. And uh, this kid gets on site and the cat rescues this kid that is on site. Yeah. Yep. And last one is Survivor by Destiny's Child. This is a balls heart song. This is, yeah, this is, this is real tough. Also, I don't understand what's happening here. Neither do uh, I. Between the, uh, like something like eating nuts is bad. Like they're really gross. <laughs> um, well, so. they're called sarcastic nuts. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really get. Like, I like their slogan gonna... though. They're so good. Yeah, that's, that's very funny. Yeah, that, uh, that's not it, actually a thing. No, that would be. That, I mean, it is, it is very funny as an idea of sarcastic nuts. <laughs> I wish that the, um, but it doesn't. I don't really understand what's happening. It's like a, a giggling. He hates giggling and he hates kissing because mm-hmm. he's sarcastic. He like eats these nuts and then the zo- people turn into zombies because they kiss each other and he flicks nuts into their mouth <laughs> to stop them from uh, to unzombify them. Yeah. And it's kind of a cool uh, uh, visual trick because it's a first person thing, you know, mm-hmm. on, on the top screen. And because this is, you know, like you said, that fast staccato kind of uh, kind of thing where you're uh, with the verses, um, you know, you are like rapid firing through these zombies by flicking these nuts at them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you find that the origin of this thing, which is a gigantic mushroom crab, because why not? <laughs> um, and then that ends up being it. And Survivor's a good song. Like yep. Destiny's Child's good. This is a good song. Yeah. Um, it's in it's in the quarter. Um <laughs> Yeah, and then and then you you know you've done everything that there is to do in rhythm heaven, and if you're some like if you're uh, and I was gonna not in a dismissive way, some people then were just like okay, uh, now I'm gonna do that again on the higher difficulty until I master it, and then do it on higher difficulty, and then do the blind like mega mode, <laughs> and just a hundred percent this like to get perfect on every beat. Yeah, and whatever it is that's in this that makes people want to do that, I don't have. Right. It is a different relationship to I think just the elemental forces that are in play. With a game yeah. like this that I just I just don't share. And or it even, sucks that I can't see that common ground because I want to understand. And I don't want to sit here like shitting on something somebody likes. But like my experience of, with this was like, you know, the first third of it was like, hey, I'm having fun, right? This is funny. And then slowly all the color drained from my face as I realized, yeah. oh, no, this is a game that is not for me. I It was deeply unpleasant. Yeah. Like I found this to be to be a, a pretty unpleasant chore to play through. Um, and it's like. I don't, I don't think I have that for video games in general, that like de- desire for mastery, like something that uh, when we, I was talking about this through the Slack, um, it's important that games allow you to learn them. Yep. You know, like a game should teach you how to play itself. Um, 
the uh, and a way that games do that, or one of the ways that games do that, uh, is that they uh, allow you to make mistakes. Yep. You know, like in video games, like you have, you know, you have a lot of lives, like you have a life meter usually, like, and you can make a game where that's not the case. But usually, even those games have a ramp that is gentler than this mm-hmm. um, or requires less repetition. Like, don't yeah. punish me with boredom. That is a watch out for fireballs, like Axiom. Yeah. Also, uh, let me fail forward. Right. Yeah. Let me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let me learn while I'm failing. Let me know. There's a there's a goddamn in this game when you fail, there's a review option that just <laughs> plays the last like, you know, 40 beats or so that you played. That tells you like nothing that you've done wrong. Yeah, because I can't like, remember it, what my hand was doing there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you, if you just want to memorize the the last forty beats from that, that's fine. But that's not that's not a good game. Like just memorizing a pattern and repeating it, mm-hmm. you and, know, is you just know, like. And, and I make that parallel to shmups, right? Because that is what shmups require of you, and that yeah. that that also was a similar genre shmups that I just of don't a have certain, anything of a certain before yeah, people. Yeah. Some of them do before people. Uh, yeah, you know. Not get all, calls not, out for it, not, but not some of them do require yeah. that. You know, that that is a thing that some shooters require is just kind of this memorization of where to go. Yeah. And I don't want to. I don't want to memorize things. It's, that's bad learning. That's bad learning in school too. Like it's not. <laughs> uh, you know, like uh, understanding. Like I, I think back about and you know, music is really tied to math. Like I understand. Or I think back to like how much I hated math class, and I wonder if I would like it if it had been about more theory and stuff, mm-hmm. as opposed to just kind of memorizing these tables. Yeah. Uh, you know, and memorizing these kind of uh, these tricks yeah. to get around this stuff without really understanding what it represents. Um, this doesn't this has that same disconnect where it doesn't represent the thing you're playing directly. You're just kind of memorizing the action. Yeah, it goes along with it. And like the platonic ideal, the hard mode looks like you're playing the thing. But getting there is, is there's the disconnect the entire way. Yeah. Um, I don't you know, know, which is huge, huge bummer. Like, you you know, you got to you got to let me fail. <laughs> um, and also, here's the thing, too, is that I don't like uh, binary uh, puzzle or performance games. Nope. Like, I don't want that to be. And it goes with uh, the, the closest. I mean, obviously, with Guitar Hero, like I have said this before, I don't play rock band to perfect it. I play rock band to get through the song because it's fun to listen to music and play rock band. Yep. Um, and there are puzzle games that do this, too. That's the other genre that comes up a lot where there are puzzle games that are either like there's one solution or there's something like Tetris uh, or um, um, Infinifactory or something like that, where it's like it's not about you can just get through the thing mm-hmm. and you've gotten through it. And if that's good enough for you, that's great. Uh, but if you want to do it the most efficient way or the best way or the fastest, that is available for you. It's not mandatory. And this has that like super, super low or high skill floor to where it doesn't have that like variety of people it caters to. Right. You know, it is a weirdly like very hardcore game. Yeah. Um, like harder core than like most things we've done, like more so to actually succeed at normal difficulty on this was harder than it was to succeed at normal gif- difficulty in like God hand, <laughs> you know, which is, you know, one of the like games we've done that is probably considered very hardcore yeah. and requires like a mastery as well. Um, it's just like that game allows you to, it has all these like little concessions. Like if you're doing mm-hmm. badly, the difficulty goes down until you do well again, and it goes back up. Like there are things yeah. to make it better. I was uh, complaining about, I wish that there were checkpoints in the song, so I didn't have to keep listening to the beginning <laughs> of the song. So it just, you know, it counts you in like one, two, three, four, and then you're in the second part of the song and, uh, people pointed out and they're correct is that would fuck up with how much the song wants to judge you based on score. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't care about that. Yeah. Like, I just want to get through and play the game. Like, yeah. that's not for me. Yep. And you know, at, at, at this point I could see, I could, I could see the user who would say, um, well then it's not for you. So it's unfair. It's, it's unfair to criticize it, but like, I don't know. I, I, I stand by the things that I, that, that I say about, you know, this being fundamentally just like not really rhythm based. 
yeah. you know, just to, with, with that disconnect between what I'm doing, what I'm seeing and what's happening in the music. And I think the comparisons are inevitable between this and rhythm heaven, just in the relationship, again, just getting back to that, the relationship between the play and the music and the way it evaluates. Oh, cause in rhythm heaven, they are 100% directly connected. Yeah. Like I, you can play rhythm heaven with your eyes closed. And, and you should. And it helps. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> it is about music in a way that like if Lee Agents is about like the power of pop music in real life, but yeah. the mechanics don't express that one bit. Mm-hmm. Rhythm Heaven is about music mechanically, whereas the uh, the theming stuff is just kind of about, yeah. you know, fun, fun, goofy cartoons. So but the, not... actually mechanically, it is exactly about rhythm. Like there are, these are lessons and teach you things. Yeah. So I'm not going to apologize for disliking this game. Um, I know that it makes people angry when, you know, I spend time doing a thing and then saying that I don't want to do the thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, just, yeah, I, I totally, it just, it, the, this on a fundamental level doesn't work for me in a way that the, the, the that the superb theming doesn't, doesn't brook and it gets hard to talk about this game because because criticizing one makes people think that you don't appreciate the other and i want to i want to at least double underline that for people and say like all most of the stories even if they didn't work they like put a little bit of a smirk on my face Um, this is not us disliking it because lol japan is weird no no you know that that part actually works tremendously yeah and is is really the weirdness is great you know, and, and is, is actually a huge part. I mean, it, it, it's, it's our jobs to play these things, react to them. Honestly, mm-hmm. my honest reaction is that I hate this game and I never want to see it again. Yep. Um, but, uh, moving on to greener pastures, <laughs> um, rhythm heaven. is a uh, game developed by Nintendo SPD and published by Nintendo uh, for the DS in 2008. Yes, SPD, kind of the uh, the weird, not like B-team, but like, hey, go over here and make WarioWare games. Yes, kind of and the, the tons of WarioWare DNA in this. Oh, for sure. Uh, this is a sequel um, to Rhythm Tengoku, uh, which is a game for the Game Boy Advance, very similar, except this one uses the, uh, the DS more fully. Yes, uh, and this is a series of kind of WarioWare-esque minigames, um, much longer than WarioWare games, oh, yeah. but uh, just kind of the same kind of one concept kind of expressed, yeah. um, each representing a simple song that uses, uh, that kind of teaches you to use different rhythm principles. Right. Um, and it's got these cute visuals to it. Uh, you know, it kind of shares that with WarioWare. They, they, they look like they're of a piece. Uh, but most, like, those visuals are there. They tell, like, simple, cute little stories, but they're mostly there to, like, guide you toward the audio cues that are going to signal the different rhythms that you're supposed to follow with the inputs that you yeah, have the different actions. And yeah. and sometimes these are legitimately funny and great mm-hmm. too. Um, so they're not to be totally ignored, but they're less elemental to, to the experience than EBA and kind of like ultimately less important. Um, you actually, you play this game holding the DS like a book, yeah. uh, which is kind of rare. It's like um, the action dusk. takes place on the top screen, which is on the left and you tap uh, the input on the touch screen, which is on the right, unless you are left-handed. Right. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, you interact by uh, kind of tapping, holding, and then kind of doing these flicks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, flicks are just kind of, you know, quickly drag the stylus um, across the screen and release it. It's what it sounds like. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The flicks are a little bit finicky for my taste. It was hard to get them to uh, to proc all the time. 
um you know and just kind of like i felt like it was a little bit off like game to game i know that might not be the experience for everybody um it's something that like i'm happy that later games kind of got rid of i uh i like the flicks for the most part when they kind of represent uh these kind of flourishes Mm -hmm. at the thing so like in again like fan club like the flick for i suppose (laughs) it works perfectly for me or stretch out your neck Ah. uh that that works really well. Uh, the flicks don't work for games that are entirely about the flicks right. for me. Even though, you know, I could do, uh, I had no problem with like the ping pong one. I mm-hmm. guess it's really just the guitar emulation things and really just big rock finish where the flicks like felt <laughs> egregious to me. Yeah. Um, so those are, those are, there are 50 games in this. Those are really small. There are only a couple of games where I think it didn't work. Right. And for the most part, uh, it, it works really well. And these 50 songs, uh, having that many songs and doing them like this, wouldn't work if the songs weren't wonderful. Like they are uh, upbeat and simple and really, really catchy. And the longest one is like the longest remix, I think is like a minute 50 or something like that. Um, That's the longest one. Most songs are significantly shorter than that. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about those remixes, uh, you know, like what those do is those combine the different elements of the set that you've gone through um, Mm -hmm. to where you are uh, kind of playing different instruments along with it. Yes, um, and those work uh, uniformly better in the first half of the game than the second half. For sure. The second half, uh, they they pull some kind of tricks that feel like I couldn't have seen that coming mm-hmm. and end up having to repeat it to memorize it. It doesn't end up like I still don't like the repetition, but repeating a minute and 30 second song is you know easier to choke down than a repeating a, <laughs> a four minute song. A four minute pop song. Just l- less anyone is just like, oh, you didn't like the repetition here, but you like it here. Mm-hmm. Like, nope, I didn't like it either it's... way. Just one way was more tolerable. <laughs> one way it took half as much time. Yes. Um, and also I could get through the entire thing and it didn't like stop me after the second verse. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, so this gets to something that I really like about this game and something I appreciated more kind of coming to this. So I played this around the time it came out um, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. But like looking at it with like a more critical eye, Gary, I think this might be an educational game. Yeah, it's got, it's got elements of that to it. It's not like you could take this necessarily like you, this will improve your rhythm. It's like a training game. Yeah. I don't think it's going to teach you any terminology or be able to like recognize it, rhythms and, and sort them. It doesn't give you be better at doing them. It doesn't give you like names for it, but like it is teaching you to like, okay, that's kind of what this like polyrhythm sounds like. And like, you know, you can get up like, you know, dig those elements out and like, see, yeah. like, see it there. It doesn't put a name to it, but like, I really enjoyed like, you know, seeing the role that that played in the difficulty as it got more complex and kind of like going into it, knowing the names for for what's happening like there's a lot going on under the under the hood in this oh yeah really for a game with three inputs <laughs> like with, with with three states yeah that you can have uh your your pointer be in it's really complicated and the training even just from a game angle is like way appreciated mm-hmm. these little tutorials that just kind of tell you what you're getting into um are hugely helpful it doesn't let you move on until you kind of get it mm-hmm. and th- that sounds tedious like it generally is not Right. Like you'll get it if you're at all like proficient rhythm games, you'll get these pretty quick. Yeah. And you don't have to do them the second time either. So like the repetition. You well, you know. can skip on the first time if you want to. Oh, you can? Know. Okay. Yeah. I... Um, you can skip them like kind of no matter what. That could be because I was playing on a game that had a save, but on mm. even on my new file, I could skip them. Yeah. Because this was the second time I played this as well. Nice. Yeah. So those are nice and short. And again, like I said, there's no failing out. Uh, you have kind of these three outcomes. Failure, which it just says, hey, try this again. You can't go on. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Which is you just get by. Um, and yeah. then kind of the, the, the great success, yeah, right? Just okay. <laughs> yeah, just okay. Um, which is great because like, it'll be like, just okay. There'll be uh, kind of a line from one of the characters in, in the little stories. And then if there's anything that you can do better, it actually gives you feedback and says, Hey, you need to work on your blank or yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And it, it feels at first, it seems like those are just flavorful, but they're not. No, 
you know, like it's like, oh, you got the triples well, but you need to work on the basics. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, that's, you know, that is what I need to do. Um, and this, these kind of those three uh, end states correspond to three states of when you're hitting a note. <laughs> so notes, as far as I can tell, um, are either missed, like a, a near success, you know, a semi-success or a success. Yeah. Like a perfect success. And there's always a visual indicator that if you totally miss, mm-hmm. there's not always a visual indicator or audio indicator if it's a semi versus a full success. Right. Um, there usually is. Uh, and this, uh, so real quick, because it plays into it. So the follow-ups to this game, uh, there's Rhythm Heaven Fever for the Wii, which I haven't played. Mm-hmm. But I did download uh, Mega Mix. Hey, man, have five. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I don't like the music as much. Uh, so far, I don't either, but I'm not as far into it. Yeah. What I do like about that one a lot, though, is that little bit on the screen where it shows whether you're ahead or behind the beat. I know, right? That's genius. Yeah, like that. Like, that is using the visuals in a really good... That's what I want out of a good... rhythm game. Yep. Like, so much. Like, just let me... And it works perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like, are you... You know, you want to be in the middle of this, and I, I can... You can adjust on the fly. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the things you can do in Rhythm Heaven is that, like, there's the equivalent of downtime so mm-hmm. you can adjust. Yeah. Um, which is a big difference between this and, and EBA is that there's downtime in this game. Yeah. And like the bottom screen effect is so it's so outsized, like you're not meant to be looking directly at it. But like when you hit it, you know, you hit it perfectly because yes. because it like gives this big explosion of like rainbow sparks. Yes. Um. um so we're going to go through the different sets of this game Um. again, just to make this uh Every song in this game is good. Um, <laughs> just to make editing not like a literal nightmare, I'm not going to put in every good song. I'm probably going to put in one per set. Um, probably my favorite. Uh, but go on YouTube and listen to the soundtrack, even if you have no interest in this game. Yeah. Because it, uh, it is delightful. <laughs> um, so set one does something really smart with built to scale um, because it's not just rhythm based. It actually works in um, kind of uh, the tones. So you've yes. got this factory and you're supposed to, you know, flick this rod through a widget uh, at the time it hits. So, and then yes. it kind of uses that simple structure to, you know, build up the anticipation for when you're going to hit for when you're going to get it. And the way that the, those little scales play into the melody each time is really delightful too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they, they'll go at different speeds. Um, depending, but they end up hitting the rhythm kind of perfectly. And you can mm-hmm. use the uh, the visual elements here as well uh, to help you out. It actually is useful. I love the harder version of this because they uh, they take away uh, your periphery. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> they do some some tricks to put some things in the way. Yeah. Um, but this, this song is great. Uh, mm-hmm. This is really uh, real catchy. Yeah. Uh, Glee Club, I think, is kind of the most iconic of mm-hmm. uh, of these. Uh, you know, it's used in a lot of the promotional art. Like these, these little gremlin dudes are a big uh, uh, kind of like breakout character for this mm-hmm. but uh you hold down to like shut your yap and uh this is a nice little like inversion you release to to sing yes and and usually a lot of these uh games have you as the third of uh, a, a trio mm-hmm. of uh, a group so they do they gives you like i'm gonna do something the second guy does something and then you do something <laughs> it's um, like ready set go yes exactly and that, that happens uh in this game as well so essentially what you're doing is just kind of singing along with them either mimicking them so they do you'll get two examples and you do it on the beat on your time or you all come together and do kind of a chorus uh which usually ends with uh together now and ah! uh you do this ah! like you do this little <laughs> yelp uh in the middle of it yeah i love the visual style for this too because uh, it's kind of like don Hertzfeld 
except uh, mm-hmm. without the you know blood. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very little blood. Yeah. Um, one of my thing uh, favorite things in this is uh, if you uh, fuck up, the other two guys will look over and give you the side eye. <laughs> yep. It's like the most disdainful thing in the world. Like just, uh, it makes me feel it makes me feel bad. Yeah, like it is. This is this is a game that is not afraid to kind of be like, oh, you fucked up. You know, like it's it's pretty frank with you about your your abilities. So I I dig that quite a bit. Yeah, and I can see that being frustrating because you know what we haven't addressed is if you don't have any rhythm, uh, coming to this is going to be a baffling ordeal, probably. Yes, like th- this is a this does get more difficult as you go. Like it doesn't have a difficulty selector in the beginning. The whole game has kind of a difficulty ramp, um, but you will, I feel comfortable feeling like you will have better rhythm by the end of this. Mm-hmm. If you, if you like it, it, I don't necessarily think of it as like, I was saying it was like a training game. It's like, you do feel like you are, have a stronger sense of rhythm by the end. Yeah. It's just, uh, I know that like rhythm is one of those things like cooking or singing. Uh, people get it in their head that they can't do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you can, you can learn to do all those things. Yeah. Um, um, next up are the fill bots. Yes. And uh, this is kind of like teaching you sustains or long notes. Yes. Um, um, as these these robots, they kind of look like coloring book illustrations, uh, get clomped down in pieces. That is the, you know, the number <laughs> of beats. And then they go over this little nozzle and you control the nozzle and uh, and put that on them. And then they you fill them up for the same number of beats and then let go. Mm-hmm. And depending on how well you do it, either you underfill them or overfill them and freak them out, or they put their hand on their hip and fly off in a sassy pose because <laughs> yep. they're super happy. <laughs> they fly off in a sassy pose. And it's just like a straight up 45, de- uh, 45 degree angle tween. Yes. <laughs> their rocket boots. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love yeah. it. Um, I, like, I love this uh, track too, because it's like a really bass heavy industrial, like sciencey kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really good. Um, and then fan club, which is also a uh, pretty iconic. Yes. Uh, rhythm having game. Uh, which you are these monkeys that are the fan club of this uh, this musician, this teen idol. Um, and they tell you the rules. Uh, if anything is said three times, uh, you tap four times. And then if uh, she says, I suppose, you do like a tap, 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 flip. Yep. Um, and this is, uh, this song is great. Yep. Like, I think this is a really good song. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it sounds like somebody being forced to make up a pop song. Yeah. Like, and that's what it's so like, it's such a funny version of that. <laughs> hey, now here is my song. <laughs> yeah, right. It is for you. Like it, it's really making up something as you go along, oh. um, which is, which is super hilarious. Yep. <laughs> um, and, and it is like just a really, really catchy song. Oh yeah. Like this, this is a good song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so some of the, uh, so some of the, like the simplicity might be a translation thing, but it really works in its favor because, you know, this might be one of the only ones where you're supposed to like pay attention to the lyrical like the actual context. Lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Cause again, this game is about music mechanically, mm-hmm. even if not thematically. <laughs> um, the, uh, the later one, the new one talks more about like, uh, thematically, like talks about flow and kind of the feeling of music and it, yeah makes some kind of like nods to being about that but this really doesn't it does a little bit in the periphery mm-hmm. um we'll talk about the the kind of options menu thing mm-hmm. uh, at the end yeah. but it does a little bit in the periphery uh then you're introduced to the first remix uh the difference between remixes is you don't get a practice uh, beforehand because this is going to incorporate everything you've just seen right in like a total new song that has you mm-hmm. kind of doing these different bits yeah these different bits that like support it musically so like yes. you are again the the participation you are making the different rhythms and like what this feels a little bit like it's a little bit like amplitude or something like that you're just switching tracks yeah depending on what it wants you to like be paying attention to or hitting right now mm-hmm. yeah but uh, but like the the cool thing about this one is like everything has been pretty been pretty square and straightforward this speeds up as it goes along 
Yes. So you have to like really feel it and like lock in. Yep. You know, yeah, it just intensifies as you go. Um, it really works though. Like it doesn't, uh, you know, this this is the the first one when I remember playing it before that like maybe took me a couple tries. Um, but it doesn't, you know, it's a really good song and it's a joy to play. Um, ends up making sense later. Again, some of the remixes that come later end up making the different instruments you're doing overlap. Mm-hmm. in ways that are disorienting to me yeah uh, that i don't love Moving on to set two, um, we end up having uh, Rhythm Rally, mm-hmm. uh, which is a ping pong game. Yeah. Um, which is, again, like, just kind of, I love the way that this, if this is about music thematically in any way, one of the things it does is kind of incorporate the ways that, like, really steady rhythms end up in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is one of the ways yeah. uh, that does, because, like, a really professional ping pong, a really steady <laughs> ping pong does have, like, a really unique traceable rhythm to it. Yeah. And uh, this is cool because um, it is, I mean, I t- take or leave the flick. Like it's really asking you to pay attention to what's going on and flick in different uh, different rhythms. So like it is the first time that they're demanding of that of you as something besides mm-hmm. just an accent. Um, and I, I like the way that a flick actually mirrors a ping pong stroke. Oh, yeah. You know, like that. There's actually kind of like a nice little bit of uh, the player doing what the character is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But there are three speeds, and uh, they're all signals. So there's like regular, fast, and then there's like a slow like volley up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, shoot 'em up! I like this a lot. Yeah, this is real good. Yeah, this is this is a Simon Says game, like yeah. essentially, um, where it just gives you a rhythm to play, and then you shoot aliens out of the sky to that rhythm. Like aliens appear, like bop 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 bop, and then you go bop 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 to shoot yeah. them. Yep, it's the regular kind of like call and response kind of thing, mm-hmm. like that we're gonna see a lot throughout this. But uh, again, the theming works, and I like the song around this as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is good. Uh, Bluebirds is real good too. Uh, this is real cute. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Oh, so, <laughs> the duck's little hat. Yeah, the, the tiny little military duck um, <laughs> doing this kind of flamenco like uh, military beat that you're doing mm-hmm. um, that has these uh, these triplets um, and then like a, a flick part, like a stretch out your neck thing, which is a hold <laughs> flick. Yeah. Um, but as you're going, um, it starts this like montage of training <laughs> appears in the above that is in the, the top screen above you. That's really funny. It's got a little tank. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's him riding around in a little tank. Um, all these are kind of military victories you've had. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, the next one. This is a, this is a stumbling block for a lot of people. The Moai Duo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is also a Simon says uh, call and response thing, but it, instead of being uh, literal just taps, it's like degrees that you're holding. Right. The the length you're holding and the uh, the the amount. So yeah. you might get something like ding 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 ding. And then you have to repeat that by tapping and releasing in that rhythm. Yeah. And like, it's a little bit like upstrokes and downstrokes on a guitar. Like, like the releases are the upstroke on it. And like, those yes. are, those were hard for me to gauge, especially because like you can, when you get to the fast strings of them, it's hard to figure out which one is which. Yes. A little um, bit. Yeah. Th- th- this first one didn't, didn't bother me when this comes back later. Yeah. I think it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, when you screw up a bird poops on your head because you are two Easter Island heads. Oh yeah. In, in this and uh you get shit on when you fuck up um so it clearly tells you 
what you've done. Yep. Uh, and this remix, uh, it's, it's pretty great. It's a, it's like an island mambo uh, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and it reskins everything to be tropical. So you're shooting down oranges in the, uh, in space. Yes. Yeah. Pretty cute. Yeah. Set three, uh, Love Lizards is also a uh, a place where people get kind of uh, caught up. I think, yeah, um, quite a bit. Um, which it's kind of tricky. the The rhythm here is tricky, and what you're doing because um, you're not flicking, you're kind of stroking. It's like you're dragging, and the length of the like the length of, the, of those drags, and like when you need to change direction, uh, it's it, it is a it is a subtle distinction. Yes. Um. So you know, it might be like ta 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 ta, and that is you going. Yeah, uh, up on the uh, the screen. Hopefully, that is an auditory way to explain this. <laughs> um, and this this is this is pretty tricky. I think yeah. uh, you are a lizard who uh, its mating ritual is to drag its tail along its back. They name the species. I didn't check to see if it was real. Um, and uh, you are trying to woo this uh, this other lizard who has a maraca for a tail. Well, and and this is not a call and response. It doesn't. No. The maraca doesn't go. And then you do this. You guys both to kind of tap your feet, and then you have to do it in sync with each other. Yeah, and typically. Games where you have to be in sync with the other kind of component are harder than the ones where you Simon says it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, crop stomp. This one, uh, this is where the flicks really get me, actually. Okay. Um, so you're this harvester marching along and uh, you tap to stomp and uh, pop the vegetables up. And then you then you flick on the beat uh, to throw them. And uh, just like throw them into your backpack. And you've got these moles that require you to do the flick on the backbeat. So, you know, on, on the and in between the different stuff. Um, for here, it just, it just didn't, it ended up not working that well for me. It asked me to do it consistently in a way that I didn't feel like the screen was like recognizing me actually doing the input. Like there would be times where like I flicked, but it interpreted it as a different stomp or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Like it just, it, it felt like, oh, it's just not as like sensitive. Or maybe I'm just not doing it right. Likely I'm just not doing it right. But it was something that, especially when it pops up later in the remix, uh, ended up being just a little bit of a, a, a showstopper for me. My guess is that uh, from Elite Beat Agents, you fucked up your touchscreen. That's true. I'm just trying to find a way to pin yeah. negativity on that game because I'm a monster. <laughs> and I'm the bog man and I'm here to, to boggle all your dreams. Okay. And I'm just trying well, to bring you down, Cole. I'll stop um, laughing now. Yes. The, uh, I, I didn't have that problem with this, but I know what you mean. Like, it's a problem I've had with other, I have with other ones. Yeah. Um, so again, the, specifically the, the big rock finish and the guitar ones, I have that problem with here. I think the more regular a flick is, the better I can do it. Hmm. Um, same thing with, um, with ping pong. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, but when it is kind of a staccato flick, it mm-hmm. feels more finicky to me. Yeah. Uh, freeze frame. This one's fun. Um, uh, it's another kind of stumbling block because this is trying, I think, very, very actively to break your reliance on visuals. Yeah. Because what you're doing. Okay. Or I was going to say it does it in a really clever kind of way mm-hmm. uh, with this real life situation <laughs> of uh, photo finishes. Yeah. So you, uh, you you see like different cars driving at different speeds um, on a racetrack, kind of like across, and then you hear rum, rum, rum. And then you have to take pictures of these cars as they pass by. 
Um, mm-hmm. And this is one of the ones where you get like a lot of visual feedback on your success, right? Like, yes. okay, this one was late, this one was early or so-and-so. But as they're going along, you have people walking in front of you in the stands. Yes. It's trying to get you to essentially to close your eyes. Right. Um, and just listen for the, <laughs> you know, and, and know what that means along to the music. Um, one of the things that, because we're talking about these things, and if you're imagining these in a vacuum, um, that's another thing that I really like that the new one does as far as training you is that uh, it right off the front, it illustrates like, hey, this is easy because there's a song, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, all these have these like kind of amazing songs around them that it gets really easy to like, it's always on the beat. Like the beat is always important. The songs all have a very strong beat, mm-hmm. um, really strong rhythm section, really strong percussion. Because so, they were written for the purpose of these scenarios. Yes, exactly. Because they are they are rhythm games because it's written for a rhythm game. Right. Um, so you can like you can do this eyes closed. The game is training you to be able to listen to the music. The music is elemental uh, to this. And this is a really uh, early example of that. Right. Um, next up are the Dazzles. Um, this is a group of uh, kind of teen idols that are in a, a two by three uh, kind of Brady Bunch layout um, of little Hollywood squares mm-hmm. that they're they're in. And uh, they just kind of also sing another simple pop song that is not quite as charming as fan club. No. Um, but essentially, you just need to uh, you're the sixth person. And you do rhythm. So either they uh, they go two by two or three by three um, or they do like a more staccato like one, two, three, four, five. And then you go on six. Yeah. So you're always going where six goes or where like your half goes. Right. And then you can uh, do like a little pose. This is like a like a mixture. It feels like a, an advancement of a Glee Club almost. Yeah. Because you're doing these holds on the ducks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they do that later with a uh, synchronized swimming, too. Yeah. Um, uh, remix three. Yeah, Remix 3. This one's uh, pretty fun. It's uh, kind of like a flamingo. Uh, uh, flamenco. I've got this like stuck in my head like that. Da, 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 mm-hmm. um, and uh, what's great about this is, you know, <laughs> catering to that, the rhythms of all these are changed to kind of like yes. hit this tango uh, kind of thing. And it's very dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it, this this one, this took me a little while because throwing those lizards in the middle mm-hmm. is tricky without the practice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think everything else is pretty easy. Um, I love the way this this rhythm changes when it switches into curb stomp because out of all of these curb stomp, <laughs> you mean crop the only stomp, crop stomp, or curb stomp, yeah, crop, yeah, crop stomp, <laughs> curb stomp. That's yeah. entirely different. Yeah, you said American curb history like to rhythm heaven, <laughs> mega mix revolutions. <laughs> oh no! Um, whoops! Uh, crop stomp because uh, that's a regular beat. Um, so when it switches into that, it has that feeling that is like in good pop music where you fuck around with time signatures and rhythm. Mm-hmm. And then you have that sense of relief when you switch into kind of like a four, four. Yeah. Um, and then this, this kind of does that when it's sw- or not four, four, but when it switches into something that's like regular. Yeah. Um, it feels really good. <laughs> Set four uh, begins mm-hmm. with Munchy Monk. Um, yep. This one is uh, another one of those ones where it is not call and response. It is asking you to react very immediately to what's going on. 
Yes. Um, and that speed is kind of the, the, the gimmick here. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it is like your sensei putting, uh, does it say, are they eggs or does it say that they're like dough balls? Like they're like, I, I don't know. Like they, they, or something they, like they, that. They, 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 they read as like comically large edamame beans to me, but. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that they're uh, like those those uh, rice cakes or dough balls or yeah, yeah. mochi or something like that. But he's just putting them in your hands, and the the beat is you know very fast. <laughs> Here, and that's kind of the trick. It's like one, yeah. two, one, two, one, two. You yep. know, you, you're going on the, the second beat, um, yes. and then sometimes they'll say do two, or they'll say take do three. Yeah, and so yeah. It, it, you're you're almost tapping out like um, um like Morse code a little bit. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. Um, DJ school. Uh, this is a fun song. I like the uh, the vocal performance in this. The mm-hmm. <laughs> like the like the laugh that's on it. it it's it's very joyous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's really easy too. Like whenever this shows up in remixes or this thing, it's like it feels impossible to fail. Yeah. DJ School, um, but it's really really charming and cute. Yeah, scratch <laughs> Um, but yeah, you're just kind of like reacting as he says, you know, stop or scratch o. Yes, um, and it's either a hold or a flick. Very yeah. easy. Um, and he's yeah. very encouraging. <laughs> uh drum duel this is great this might be yeah. my favorite uh my favorite game in uh in this set at the very least um mm-hmm. you know you've got uh kind of like one of those big taiko drums and uh one of them is you know tapping out a rhythm and then very quickly you have to kind of like repeat it and these are really complex uh kind of yes. rhythms like ultimately it turns into like snare uh patterns mm-hmm. a little bit as you're going along and uh feel really like it's it's complicated and i feel very accomplished for hitting it mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, this, this is this is real good. Um, when this shows up in uh, remixes too, I like it. Yeah, as well. Um, it's not my favorite song. Like it sounds like it's good, but it kind of sounds like a real bass heavy kind of rock. Yeah, yeah. Thing that they they do from time to time on this. So, mm-hmm. but it is it is a really fun game. Yeah. And my um, favorite song in this set is Love Lab. Yeah, Love Lab is great. <laughs> um, which is uh, you being past these kind of love potions, um, and then tossing to the next person in the line, kind of like a assembly line. Sometimes you have to uh, shake them. Uh, which is that scratching motion from the love lizards? Yes. Uh, before you flick to toss them up. Yeah, the, the the shaking here tripped me up more than it did in love lizards. Honestly, like this mm-hmm. this took me more tries than I would have been comfortable with, and this remix I think as well. Um, through like through in the shakes in a way that I just didn't approve of, but the theming in this gets me through. I think. Yeah, I I found I mean both of them the the, the shaking or scratching thing is not great i had a harder time with love lizards and these guys mm-hmm. um but neither of which they can be a little finicky yeah so i mean it's it's gettable like when all these things we're talking about they're finicky that are hard to do mm-hmm. um the things that i tried the most times uh, are in the uh the next uh next set mm-hmm. um where i uh you know they took the longest number of times that were still less time than i spend on most rhythm games like it still ends up being less time than i spend on like hard guitar hero songs yeah even just that, you know, to not make EBA a whipping boy, like the songs are so short and so good. And you get to practice the entire time that like, it's rare that something takes me more than three tries. Yeah. Um, there are two games on here that took me more than three tries, mm-hmm. uh, which we will talk about soon. So set five begins with Splashdown, which is synchronized swimming. Again, this is just a uh, um, glee club 
uh, Redux um, with the added benefit of having dolphins. <laughs> yes, yeah, this, this is really simple and kind of uh, barely a thing. Yeah. Um, Big Rock Finish is my, my you know, Waterloo um, <laughs> as far as uh, as far as games in this. Um, this took me the longest and makes the least sense to me. Hmm. Um, it is, you know, it's really cool ghosts that are doing <laughs> a band thing. Uh, and what you're doing is you're going bang, 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 <laughs> at the uh, at the end of their their lines. Um, what bothers me about Big Rock Finish is that uh, the practice doesn't correspond well to the actual game. No, you, pr- you practice a couple songs and then you do one that is dan 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 like the faster one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's no like clear audio cue when that one will be coming up, and there's nothing to tell you that it only happens once. So at first I was like, okay, when it's fast, it's that fast one. Yeah. You know, that's not the case. It's just happens. It's the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two, uh, some of these like just end really, really quickly. <laughs> like it's really, really hard to get into the rhythm. Yeah. Uh, because they just, you know, one, two, three, like it just yeah. happens out it's, of nowhere. It's always countered in, but like, yes. so it's, it's poorly communicated. That it's going to be the same rhythm every time. Um, and they often don't give you enough time to like get the flow of it before yes. before you go into it so like if i knew it was going to be the same but i was like trying to like put some english on it you know trying yeah. to match the style of the of the song that they were doing because they they rotate through a bunch of different genres uh, yes. with this as well and the theming is unbelievably great oh yeah it's like three ghosts that do concerts that are just the end of songs <laughs> like that that's really fantastic and it does tell you how well you did um really you know so if you get a boo if you do it poorly what kept <laughs> happening boo. <laughs> what kept happening is I would do it fine, you know, which isn't enough to pass it if you just get the medium for the entire thing, Yeah. which he kind of goes, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and then if, if you do it right, he goes, thank you. Like, it's just barely <laughs> different, but there is a, a different audio cue yeah. if you do it perfectly. Um, so I just kept doing it. It was like, I don't see myself fucking up. I'm not getting any booze. Why am I not passing this fucking thing? <laughs> um, and it, it kind of drove me a little bit crazy. Yeah. I didn't have as much trouble with this because I, I, maybe I, maybe I just got the, got the gimmick sooner. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I know the rhythm, like I just did it. Like it is mm-hmm. not, I know the the thing. It was just to my eyes, I was doing what it wanted Yeah, yeah. and it just wasn't, uh, wasn't working. <sighs> it's really ill-advised when they do guitar stuff. In this, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dog Ninja's up next, mm-hmm. which is a fruit cutting game, <laughs> fruit fruit slice or whatever the fuck that thing's called. Fruit, fruit Ninja. Fruit Ninja. This is Fruit Ninja, but with a dog. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, I, I like the music for this. It's like a really neat, like electric guitar noodling. Mm-hmm. Sounds very strange and otherworldly. Um, it seems like, at least from going back and playing it, this is trying to teach you cut time. Because, okay. like, if you are trying to go, like, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, um, you're going to get fucked up because of the way that it kind of, like, uh, parses things out. If you're on the one, two, one, two, one, two, it ends up being better because, like, the you know, they're going to throw it out on the one and then you're supposed to accent it on the two is, yeah. the, is, is the way that it goes. Like, that was the, the bit they needed to flip in my head for. I was like, okay, here we go. But otherwise, it just plays out like a like a call and response. You hear the you hear the fruit being thrown, and you have to just mimic what you just heard. But it's very uh, the window in between them is very short. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, after this is Frog Hop, which is another <laughs> has a funny song. Yep. Um, this is like uh, you're the background dancers for this '50s frog duet. Once that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I love these ones where you just tap the whole time, mm-hmm. like you just stay on the rhythm because it's really easy to catch up with this. 
Yeah. If you fuck up, like you can visually see what's happening and you just, you can hear the beat and just get right back in. <laughs> well, your da- your dancing that, is, that. <laughs> your, your dancing is all in the hips. And so when you yeah. fuck up, uh, you end up like bumping hips with the guy and he does the glee club glance. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and then there's just a couple little, like every once in a while they say, uh, you know, triple or three times or something and you go dot, dot, dot. Yep. Um, sometimes they'll say, um, God, what, what, what does she say to make you do that? Dun, dun. Um, I, I, I forget. I, I'm only yeah. focused on the like the line, like the the chorus. You know, it's only rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and beat it, boys. That's what he says <laughs> yeah, when you do the uh, the flick. <laughs> um, to do to to do the spin. Yeah, yeah. This is uh this is real great because again yeah, you're like you're, you're doing these fast taps and it makes you feel awesome when you're in the flow of it and just kind of like you can anticipate by listening to the music when a triplet's gonna come up. Yes. Like, okay, like this makes sense in the phrase that I'm going to have to like do this complication or we're coming up on like a big hit. Yeah. Like it just, it's so well catered. Like every part of this fits together so well. Yeah. It's also something that I, I forgot to mention about the difficulty, but a cool thing about this is that uh, your beats that you hit are weighted towards the end of the song. Yeah. So missing beats at the end of the song is more important to your score than missing beats at the beginning, mm-hmm. which is a like the way you learn, you know, <laughs> like that, that is a really, really player facing kind of friendly way to do difficulty. Yeah. So you can fuck up a lot at the beginning. And then if you kind of figure it out, mm-hmm. you're still probably golden to get through it. Um, Remix five is this kind of like real cool bass and organ, uh, kind of rocking song. Uh, but it has these, uh, the big rock finish that pops up mm-hmm. at the end, which always kind of throws me off a little bit. Um, and then there is a, a time signature change in the middle Yeah, here that's a little bit tricky. Yeah. Which I dig. I I, I like, I like it when they do that. Yes. Um, yeah. Finally, here's set six. I know there are more sets than this. Like, the, a lot of what you do is kind of go back and do harder versions of it. Yeah. So we'll, is... we'll, we'll chat about them briefly. Yeah. Um, what they what they kind of do in general mm-hmm. after this. Yeah. Um, but Space Soccer. This one sucks. <laughs> I, I don't mind Space Soccer, man. Oh, really? Wow. Like I that, like it. This, uh, the, this kind of had the crop, the, 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 the crop stomp. See, so you have me saying it now, too. Yeah. Um, problem for me where it, uh, the way it mixes things up is, uh, is, is a problem. I, I just ended up getting into that that rhythm and ended up making a lot of sense to me that like mm. that 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 you know kind of bit that I did like just worked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're like you, but you're a little uh, kind of like Katamari guy uh, standing on a little planetoid trying to keep a soccer ball in the air. Yes, um, and um, uh, you have to kind of use the vocal cues to determine when a high kick is going to come, and uh, you have to do the uh, the the flick in order to kind of like catch that. Yeah, high kick. you hold hold the hit you're going to hit, and then. Like, yeah so it's like accent is accented sustains really is what it yes. is yeah um the hardest uh mini game in the whole game i think is lockstep <laughs> yep lockstep um this is this was um, but i i still kind of love it uh mm-hmm. one because i think the song is really good oh yeah uh two because like figuring it out was an immense feeling of triumph oh same like, something unlocked in my brain mm-hmm. to do lockstep like, i like i i had a different relationship with yes. like with like the concept they were teaching by the end of this 
And yes. like, you know, it's tough to close your eyes because like the way that they play with scale and the visuals. So like you're, you're these little dudes, uh, you know, they're basically like black and white cookie dudes. Um, you know, one side is black, one side is white. And when they kind of do this little pose to the, on the white side, it's one, one type of drum hit. And when they do it to the other, um, on the black side, it's a different type of drum hit. And yes. what you're doing is like, this is constant tapping. Um, and you're going to start out just like tapping on the beat. And this is really fast. Um, yeah. but then you have this guy who's going to come in and say, uh, ha 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 ha. And on the last ha, that is on the and, you know, so one and two and three and four and, and then you have to tap on the ands. And yes. it, it is really easy to trick yourself into just hitting right on the beat and not get this. And the trick is these shifts as you go along. The, the trick is you do a quick two beat. Yep. To get on. So, it, so it's like that, 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 And then you get on the, the offbeat that way. And then you have to get back in yeah. and it switches it's, back and forth really quickly. And it's all the same tempo. Yes. Um, so it, once it's one of those things where it took me a thousand tries, but then once I got it, which I had to do <laughs> through closing my eyes, which is yep. always a, a fun experience for these. Mm -hmm. Um, once I got it, it just felt really right. Yeah. You know, like, oh, now I can just do this. Yeah. This is just a skill I can do. Yeah. And, um, and this is one of the wonderful things about, uh, you know, kind of like talking through these things is we had the exact same experience with it. Like I was mm -hmm. banging my head up against it. Like, I feel like I've got it, but then just immediately close my eyes, hone in on something, hone in on that one trick and, and just like it unlocks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It also, if you watch this, the little guys, it zooms out to where they form kind of like one of those, uh, Picture mosaics, yeah, kind of things of old timey presidents and stuff, which yep. I really love. Yeah, um, there's not there's nothing to it, but it is. Uh, <laughs> once I got it, it was very satisfying. Um, I feel like this is poorly integrated into remixes. Yep. Well, uh, they just they it, they just never really use the offbeat side of it. It's just like they, tap they tap usually for a while. Do. Like they usually, um, especially in the later ones, hmm. um, they do show up with the offbeat, like switching back and forth a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it ends up being tricky. Yeah. It's just um, a a, qu a, a quick gear shift. Yes. Um, Rockers, um, is a kind of a flick based version of the Moai duop. Yes. Kind of thing. Um, where you either have to mimic or finish the phrase of the first rocker with these flicks. Right. Um, and you've got the big rock finish in there and like they, they, they teach you that, but they don't really tell you that it's not going to, not going to appear. Um, the trick on this one, and this is something that's hard about learning actual guitar as well, is managing the muting of the, of the strings. So there's the flick to actually make the note but then you have to um tap in order to stop it um mm -hmm. and you have to like integrate those kind of subtle movements into the pattern that you're supposed to uh um mimic yeah okay um yeah i mean it's, it's pretty obnoxious i didn't find it as hard as big rock finish for me yeah but it's still not my favorite thing yeah it's one of those um, ones where like going into it knowing guitar helped a little yeah. bit like knowing that that was a factor is okay here we go but I mean, it's I, I can always I feel like I always have the rhythm. It's just whether the flicks it's when the, the finicky flicks that will get me. Yeah. From time yeah. To time, you know, um, karate man, which is I, I like karate man a lot. Um, <laughs> you punch objects at you uh, that come to you. So it, again, that's it's very similar to the fruit ninja mm -hmm. where it's like one, two, one, two. Mm -hmm. uh, we hit the thing, except with the trick of when you hit a light bulb, the next thing that's going to be is a barrel with a bomb <laughs> where you punch and then hold it for a kick. Yeah. Which you flick into the background. Yeah. Um, which takes a little while to get that timing right, but then once you get it, you get it. Yeah. This is one of the rare games that actually requires like a visual. Um, oh, yeah. You know, attention to kind of like get the get that rhythm. I, I, I was unable to anticipate based just on the sound. Uh, well, when, the uh, reason why is that the sound comes when the barrel comes. It doesn't mm -hmm. come when the light bulb comes. Yeah. Uh, so you have to know to hold and not lit up. Yeah. Uh, at that point, which is good to know in advance. And mm -hmm. you, it would be nice if the sound 
went uh you know the beat before or was two beats long or something yeah um and the rhythm principle here uh this is kind of a disco song a little bit oh, i'm yeah. i'm the rhythm principle <laughs> this, is, this is vice principle vice principle beats you're, you're you're the guy who takes over in the town of footloose after kevin yeah. bacon yep. runs amok yes hello <laughs> uh, <laughs> the rhythm principle here that's kind of a disco song and uh you're ultimately doing like a like a four on the floor kind of thing yeah with it yep um and then finally remix six is this really uh climactic song because this is the end of the the main game right um which uh kind of comes through this is a synth pop song it kind of incorporates those things and then eventually you get to the credits um they they tell you like hey there's more game left but we thought this would be a nice time to show you what's left <laughs> i love that i like just like yeah. it's a conversation like yeah here you go <laughs> the, whole, the whole game is kind of presented as such yeah which i really like yeah um so there are four more sets uh to the game up through 10 mm-hmm. um that do uh they're harder versions of things um the remixes are trickier and some of the, the gimmicks are either better or not you yeah. know either it's like this really works or this really doesn't mm-hmm. You know, some things where it's just this is just going to get trickier um, are not as good. Um, some of them are really, really cool. Like there's a like the remix of fan club with the extra verse mm-hmm. is kind of cool. There's a really great moment in that where uh, she says uh, you're wonderful to the same cadence as I suppose. <laughs> and you just instinctively do the I suppose thing, which you're supposed to do. It doesn't train you to do that, uh, but you just do it because it's the same music. Like you're just <laughs> anticipating it. Yeah, um, that's really cool. Um, I, uh, cannot get past remix seven or remix nine rather, mm. sorry, uh, in the hard mode version. Yeah. So, uh, but that leads to another difficulty kindness is that if you fail something three times, you can go to the coffee shop, which <laughs> is in the menu and he'll let you skip it. Oh, nice. Um, which is fantastic. Yeah. Like this is my fucking video game. Don't make me like, <laughs> like, let me play the parts of it. I want, um, the coffee shop part is really fun. Um, if you go talk to him and you're not in that kind of fail state, uh, he just tells you facts about coffee. <laughs> uh, which is really cute and then you can uh you get medals for doing really well on songs by doing superb or you'll get a chance sometimes to do perfect like if you get superb on something mm-hmm. every once in a while i'll be like hey try fan club right now and do it perfectly and you'll get something you'll get a, a reward yeah um you get enough medals they unlock uh rhythm toys yeah which are just like little uh you know similar to the wario wear toys you know, those little things you can play with or uh these little mini games yeah like little uh lessons almost Yes, there's little guitar lessons, which, uh, you know, are pretty much like little, just little, they're still rhythm games. They're called <laughs> lessons. They don't teach you how to play guitar. Um, they kind of just are, are little rhythm games based on the guitar mechanics. Yeah. And weirdly enough, those incorporate the shoulder buttons. To do like uh, which bends is pretty and stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, but that's most of, uh, most of Rhythm Heaven. Um, you know, there are a lot of those little extra things that are pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are more levels we didn't get to um but this uh i this is one of my favorite rhythm games yeah it's uh Um, it was great to go back and revisit it like this uh i'm super happy to own this now actually and i'm very happy to you know this is good timing with uh with mega mix coming out but like yeah both of those are just gonna stay on my ds for this vacation that i have coming up like yeah it is it is effortlessly fun for me yeah like it is just like oh i'm just gonna pick this up and play for a little bit and Mm -hmm. uh you know, listen to good music and kind of get down to it. Yeah. And and how that be the end. It's, you know, it's an, it's an impossible standard to hold a game to like, just like, I, I need to feel like this is bettering me in some way. Like it is, you know, in, in a lot of ways, you know, can be in most of the time is, you know, video, video games can be a, uh, you know, kind of inconsequential thing. However, when you have something that is like as elemental as this is, mm-hmm. um, it's wonderful to look at this 
and like just see the intentionality that goes into the, the into the design that says like hey we're going to cater every part of this experience to like helping you enjoy rhythm in a different way yeah and like i can't say enough to just how friendly this is while not being easy like by any regard like no game that has lockstep in it can be easy but like mm -hmm. triumphing over and coming out the other side it, it, it definitely is just a, a unique rhythm game in that regard. And I put it up there with Rock Band or Guitar Hero for, like, making me think about music in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, it just it feels it feels real good. Yeah. You know? And, I, and I'm not the, the same way. It's not like the I'm going to go back and try to master all of these. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, that's just not what I'm, I'm no. here for. So, like, these two different games, you know, again, that North versus South divide <laughs> uh, that has somehow happened. This brother against brother. Um is that uh, one of them, one of these games demands and encourages mastery more than the other one. Mm -hmm. You know, they both have uh, skill ceilings. I would say that the EBA's skills, skill ceiling is way higher. Right. And that's going to attract a certain kind of player. Um, that's not why I play video games. Um, I want to, to have this kind of fun experience. Uh, that's still, as you said, still very challenging. Mm -hmm. Like it's still satisfying, but me getting a just okay on lockstep is the satisfaction that I'm going like that is the satisfaction that I can buy with the amount of effort I have to spend, <laughs> you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I love it. And I'm, I'm looking forward to playing more of the, uh, the new version. I never picked up the Wii version. I'll probably pick that up at some point just to have a living room, living room version. <laughs> um, I ended up liking it like more than, than WarioWare. Oh yeah. Cause I love WarioWare, but WarioWare is kind of a, I mean, I, I really love WarioWare. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it is kind of like a shallow experience. Yeah. Um, you know, getting through through WarioWare, it's like every time I've done it, it's fun, but I never want to go back to those. Yeah. But this was the second time I played through Rhythm Heaven, and I had just as much fun. You know what's weirdly a good time? Uh, hmm. WarioWare Smooth Move, the uh, the Wii one. Like, uh, oh, like yeah. Playing multiplayer, because it's like you're passing it around. Um, and stuff yeah, like that. I, I, I played that one a lot. I got, I feel like the actual, the tutorials in that game kill the pacing. Hmm. They're like, oh, you're going to hold the Wiimote like this. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're played like those ancient uh, kind of like you the woodcut kind of things. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of charming, but like I think it kills pacing. Hmm. Um, so I had, I enjoy, I mean, I've enjoyed every WarioWare game except for uh, DIY, which I haven't played. Yeah. Um, so I still like it and it's still fun in the living room, but I do think that like I wish that it didn't require those. Yep. There's another way to communicate that stuff. Yeah. I know what it would be, but <laughs> um, just a little picture that shows you how to hold it yeah. without, uh, you know, the whole, uh, the whole song and dance. Yeah. Like, a, um, like an icon would probably. Yeah. Would probably do it just fine for me. Um, but yeah, this is really great. I'm really glad I got a chance to revisit it. And I'm glad I played EBA, even if I didn't like it. Like, you know, you take away something if you don't like, I learned something about what I like about video games. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, you know we, we kind of, I mean, we fail, but we try sometimes most of the time to avoid doing these direct comparisons and holding one game against the other. This is the first time it's happened. Yeah. Most of the time when we've had these double -ish episodes, the things were too different to compare. Or it's just like, oh, little Nemo and Contra are both great. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was it was not a, it was not about a comparison. And this feels very hard not to compare these two games because they do come for being the same genre, they have very different feeling philosophies. Yeah. So So yeah. Yeah. I mean it, Sorry we didn't like the game you voted for overwhelmingly. <laughs> Is what it is. Yes. Uh, yeah, to, to throw out an old tautology. Um, yeah, so thank you guys very much.
paradise since the first time I saw you standing there. But it seems so long ago now. Um, what are we doing next time, Cole? Well, Gary, next time we are doing, uh, it is our summer JRPG, uh, Fantasy Star 4, The End of the Millennium. Yes. Yeah, and we're doing that three episodes, uh, two regular episodes and one extra episode. If you have things to say about that, please hit us up at duckfeed.tv forward slash contact. Check social uh, media for the cutoff point because I'm not far enough into it to know. And I don't have uh, like the knowledge to just like throw out a you can stop here kind of thing. Well, yeah, well just um, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're playing along, you should just play it, though. Yeah. You know, like play it at your own pace because we're not going to do extra sode stuff halfway through. Right. So just your responses should just be for the whole game. Right. Not, you know, not, uh, not places, uh, in between. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, sorry, JRPG. Yay. <laughs> um, it's fun. Yep. Um, Gary, what are we doing after that? Uh, after that, we are doing, uh, remind me cool. It is sorry. our fifth anniversary episode. Oh yes. Okay. Let me, I'll take that again. Okay. Um, oh, and real quick to be about, uh, uh, sending things in. Uh, please send them to that contact form. Yes, please um, do. Uh, when you send things into the Facebook uh, board or just put it on the wall, I appreciate the participation, but it's much easier for us to have these all in one place. Yeah, there's like um, the, there there is a system that it enters into, and hoping that something that falls outside of it will make it into an uh, an extra sode. Uh, it likely will not. So, if you've never seen the uh, the the official page manager app for messaging Jesus on Facebook, Christ. Um, it's a real nightmare. So like. Things are much more likely to get lost, and it, we just have to. Re- if somebody just writes it on our wall, we have to remember, like, in two weeks when we're compiling that stuff, where it's at. Yeah, you know. So uh, just please throw that stuff into the contact uh, form. That yeah. is definitely the most helpful. It makes it uh, easy thing. for us, but also it means you're not talking to a black hole. Yeah, you're more likely to get your uh, your thing heard. Um, after that, we're doing our fifth anniversary episode. Uh, Watch out, fireballs have been around for five years. First episode came out on my birthday uh, <laughs> five years ago, September eighth. Um, so right in that kind of that first two weeks of December or September. Uh, we are doing uh, an episode on Team Fortress 2. Yeah. Um, so we're going to set up a little server bit, um, a little uh, voice chat thing, and then uh, play Team Fortress 2 with people from the community. Feel free to join us when there are slots mm-hmm. um, open to you and uh, play along. And then, um, you know, let us know what you think and your memories of Team Fortress 2 and the like. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so uh, watch again social media for that. Uh, that's going to be taking place pretty much throughout the month of August. And uh, yes. we'll try and like schedule like active times. Yes. Um, to be on there. I'm um, looking yeah. forward to uh, hanging out and blowing you all up. Oh, I'm looking forward to being blown. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Because uh, I'm really bad at uh, Team Fortress. So I uh, Team Fortress 2, I will get murdered a lot and hopefully we'll get better at the game as we go. Oh, yeah. Um, um, and then uh, and then after that, uh, we've got kind of a kind of a brief game here. We're going to be doing Toe Jam and Earl for the Sega Genesis. Yes. Yeah, the weird roguelike console game <laughs> cementing the Sega Genesis as the place for weird PCS experiences <laughs> on the console. Yeah. Uh, during that time between your shadow runs and your Her- Herzog's wise. Um, yeah. Looking forward to that. Good soundtrack on that episode. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Um, and then after that, uh, or actually uh, we can announce this. Um, that is probably where we're putting our live episode. Yeah. Uh, no, it's one after that. Uh, oh, okay. Again, like the the, the, uh, t- the timing on this is weird. Like, it, you know, that live episode is going up a while after we recorded it. We're also recording this like three weeks before we'd be scheduled to like time right. is really timey wimey this summer. It is. Yeah. Just because <laughs> because guess what? This is going to be the first vacation I've taken in uh, in 12 years. So yes. we're we're, yeah. we're trying to work around it. Yes. Between vacations and live shows. So uh, we won't announce that one quite yet, but we can tell you what we are doing live. Yes. Uh, so we are doing it live at uh, the end of, or we did it. Fuck. 
no no it, so uh, if you're listening to this when it comes out um it'll be this weekend <laughs> in austin free tape call, call and show um <laughs> you will have had the opportunity to plan yes. to go you, to in you, the future you, you shortly will uh, so this comes yes. out th this episode comes out on the 28th we are going to be in austin um, at the uh, Classic Game Fest on uh, July the 30th and 31st. We're doing a live show, um, uh, yes. time to be determined. Um, but uh, that live show is going to be about... Uh, Punch-Out. Yep. Nintendo's uh, Punch-Out. Probably, you know, officially Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. <laughs> uh, the version that you can play on a virtual console is not featuring Mike Tyson. If you're featuring Mr. a gentleman Dream. named Mr. Dream. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this is... I have been... Uh, you can attest to this, Cole. Mm -hmm. I'm not a liar. I've been lobbying for Punch-Out for a live show for years. two and a half years. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think this is kind of perfect for a live show. And I, and I, I love Punch-Out. <laughs> um, so I'm really looking forward to talking about all of the insensitive racial stereotypes mm -hmm. they're in. Uh, <laughs> I want to have and, people and just, uh, raise their hands if they're offended by the character. <laughs> yeah. Let, let anyone. I would love to know if somebody actually uh, finds it. And then I love that. I actually love the Wii version, mm -hmm. which doubles down on it but makes it way cartoonier yeah in a way that somehow makes it accept that's you know that the wii version of punch out is up there with the remake oh yeah for me it is so good mm -hmm. like punching glass joe and having all the croissants fly out of his head <laughs> is so fucking like yeah. ridiculous and over the top and harmless and, and sweet <laughs> um but yeah that, that game is a triumph of, of animation and uh punch out for nintendo is also like a triumph of, of animation and sound cues like mm -hmm. people play it blindfolded yeah um so i'm really looking forward to that yeah. Uh, so yeah, that is our live uh, episode for the Classic Game Fest. We hope to see you there. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're listening to this after that, we hope to have seen you there. Yep. Um, and uh, if you are uh, in a different region, particularly the West or the Northwest, uh, we're going to be coming to uh, to Portland again uh, for our yearly Portland Retro Game Expo. And more details about that soon. Yes. Um, yeah. So uh, please, uh, please come out mm -hmm. um, to all those things. We'd love to meet you. Yes. Um, if you uh, if you would like to support the show financially, um, the reason why we can pay so for me and Cole to go to Texas, um, that is uh, lodging for two, food for two, um, renting the uh, flights for two. Like it is expensive. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've looked at airline stuff, but it's really <laughs> expensive. And we like we like doing live shows. Mm -hmm. We want to do more of this kind of stuff. Um, what pays for it is Patreon. Yes. So uh, if you go to patreon.com forward slash duckfeed TV. Um, that one, uh, you know, just kind of helps us support the show and support ourselves while we do the show, mm -hmm. while we are uh, both underemployed, but also uh, pays, literally pays for us to do this shit. Right. So, yep. And we, ap we appreciate everybody who who gives. We know not everybody is in a position to, but um, man, just every little bit. Uh, it's a cliche, but it does uh, really help us out. Yeah. And uh, if you are unable to give, we totally understand. But uh, if you're able to spare a little bit of time to rate and review the show on iTunes, that's really helpful. Um, or, you know, blog about it or mention it on Twitter when people are asking for podcast recommendations. Mm -hmm. um, all those things are uh, really, really helpful. Yeah. I think that might be about it. This episode was longer than I uh, anticipated it being. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. that's, uh, it's only rock and roll. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what should they watch out for next time, Cole? Uh... Help!
and that's uh oh, can you uh, can you put a marker there yeah i don't know how loud that was but it <laughs> felt thick 